Welcome back guys to Essex Retro and welcome to the series Chatting with Tubers. This is a series in which I have assembled and will continue to assemble my favourite YouTubers from all around the world and ask them the same questions. Those questions that, you know, make you think this isn't just favourite game, this is so much more. This is a guy with 147,000 subscribers at the point of recording. He's somebody that's gone through it all. He started a channel that had zero subscribers like we all do. And he's built it up professionally with great video after great video. He gets on average over 250,000 views a month on his channel. He has over 25 million views I believe overall. He is absolutely smashing it and one of the biggest retro gaming channels in the UK. Well, in the world. The man himself, Dan Ivertson of Slopes Games Room. Guys, you can see him on the screen. It is the one and only Slopes Games Room. I cannot believe you've joined me. No, no. It's not me, mate. It's all you. It's, all you. it's not all me, mate. It's not all me. <laughs> You're on a different stratosphere uh, to me at the moment. But, you know. I'll get look, there one day. I'll get there one day. Well, yeah. Well, you know, you know, you never know. Um <laughs> What so we're in a position where obviously you're on this, it's the getting to know uh series, and it's chatting with tubers. And you are, in fact, a tuber, as you know, you uh, yeah. you, you do a, you do a lot of videos, and some of the great ones, um, particularly, I love the theme park uh video. I love, the I theme remember, park yeah, you were a fan video. of the theme park theme hospital one, yeah, that, 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 that's so long ago now, I almost forgot I made them a little bit because uh, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed making those, that was uh, yeah, discovering all the stuff like what, 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 um what theme parks are actually uh, 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 based on. I, I hate Alton Towers, and when I heard that it was slightly based on that, I was like, oh, no, no. way. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, Alton Towers ain't the place it was. I mean, look, see, we're already no. getting into different things. But that's, that's it, that's Alton, it, that's it. It's not the same place it was in the old days. I used to love Alton Towers, but you go there and it looks very tired now. Um, it is, yeah, it's a very tired park. It is what it is. What can you do? So yeah. we are, let's not keep them any longer. We're on, in a position where we're going to ask. This series is all about asking the same questions to different YouTubers to get different perspectives and, and give advice to people that are either just starting or growing their channel as well. And just mm -hmm. to get an idea of, 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 well, life for different YouTubers and how you enjoy it. Some of the stuff you love, some of the stuff you don't love so much. Um, and just some of you, uh, you know, about what you do and, and uh, who you are and, and all the rest of it. I think we will probably start from the top and where yeah. else better to start than the beginning? Where was you born? <laughs> uh, so I was born in Kent uh, in the UK um, for people outside of the UK, uh, just below Essex, actually. Uh, when you look at the 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 backwards L shape of the the uh, the England island um at the bottom right so that way for the people on there so the bottom right um <laughs> I, I'm uh, currently only probably about 20, 30 minutes away from jumping on a ferry or or, or, or going on the uh, Euro Tunnel over to France I'm really I'm right down the bottom right that's where I'm at nice so we're pretty close really yeah um, not too far exactly what um siblings wise are you are you an only child have you got loads of uh yes yeah, so i've got a couple of um uh, uh, uh brothers that i didn't really grow up with but uh, i did grow up with a couple of sisters uh and me and my sisters very much shared those uh those classic gaming traits when i first got back in contact with my brothers in my uh mid-20s 
roughly uh, i'll go into detail about that like to, I, I had my own tv show and that's how we discovered each other and stuff from a tv show that i had uh, wow. i went around there they're like big perfectly dressed uh perfect little haircuts um uh top 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 button on your shirt done up real smooth oh, looking wow. guys compared to me uh heavily into their football as well and uh but then i saw an xbox 360 in the corner i was like oh here's our chance to bond a little bit you know and i went nice. up to it and it was like fifa 7 fifa 8 fifa 9 fifa 10 i'm like oh okay there's <laughs> there. <laughs> much going on here but uh, you know uh yeah so i've got a couple of brothers uh quality guys um and then a, a couple of sisters that i grew up with that uh, a female basically female versions of me into the exact same stuff that i'm into brilliant um mm. what was what kind of upbringing was it was it uh were there highlights what was the uh... yeah i mean it's all good i mean um uh if we're gonna go back to the beginning um let's say <laughs> uh <laughs> um i mean yeah when i was when i was a little kid i got an amstrad uh cpc back in my early days like i, I literally don't remember not having one so it was so so early on in my life Mm. um that's the system i had until i eventually got a mega drive and that's when my sisters uh started to arrive in the world and um uh yeah so i had a mega drive then i went over to playstation um uh then from the playstation i went to the playstation 2 and dreamcast era and then from there everything but um uh yeah i mean up growing up my mum was always really into like well, i mean well they were her it was her amstrad you know oh wow um yeah and her uh you know i had all the amsoft titles because she would buy them and very much it ended up becoming mine it lived in my room you know that sort of it thing goes, yeah um uh you, you you at a young age you sort of um back then as well when you wasn't as pushed on with the internet or anything like that because we didn't have that back then whatever system your parents got you that was the path you ended up taking for the rest of your Absolutely. life. And I went to a school with, I think it was like 70 kids in the entire school. It was a tiny little school. The year above me had two children in it and my year had 11. Um, mm -hmm. So it was like really, really small. And no one at the school had a Nintendo. So I knew what an NES was because I remember a neighbor had an NES, but I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure I even knew a Super Nintendo existed because I got bought a Mega Drive. Um, and uh yeah no one else at the school had one so because i was so in heavily in focus on sega 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 um mm. i would buy sega magazines i wouldn't really focus on the fact that there was this other system out there maybe i saw an electronic boutique or something but i didn't know um existed so uh that was my i was just whoosh, so mm. zoomed into the the amstrad and then the day i got my mega drive with sonic the hedgehog i was just like see you later pushed <laughs> oh, it aside was that? Was that, that was it was that a birthday or a christmas or was it just uh, christmas the... christmas well i went yeah. to a um halloween party i reckon it would have been 90 92 uh i, okay. I constantly play with myself if it was 91 or 92 but i went i think it was 92 it makes sense actually yeah so i went to a halloween party uh through victor fm if you remember in victor fm yeah like their, yeah, yeah, yeah their halloween party in some field somewhere and um there was this big sega bus um and uh i was just like oh, go on let's go check it out again didn't know what sega was really um mm. because i was so obsessed with Am amstrad i was such a fanboy as well when people showed me amigas and essentially better systems like spectrums and stuff <laughs> I was like, move inside, move inside. look at roland on the ropes you know i was so obsessed with amstrad mm. um and uh yeah i went on there and i saw michael jackson's moonwalker on the bottom deck a bit of uh, chuck rock and stuff like that big michael jackson fan so i was loving that and then when i went upstairs yeah. and they showed me sonic the hedgehog i was just like what is this i was like <laughs> blown away um i went home and told my mum, and then that christmas i got uh yeah i got and then you became a sega fanboy hardcore of course. yeah there's no 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 doubt about it posters on the wall you know like um wow. 
you know <laughs> ev everything you know like t-shirts the works yeah yeah, yeah. walkman wow. i think i had a sonic, uh, sonic hedgehog walkman or something as well maybe <laughs> that would be worth a few quid now i would have thought probably, probably. Sonic the hedgehog walkman yeah. um what was uh what was school like was school an enjoyable place or was it like yeah it was yeah it was i mean well it was it was yeah i mean it, it was always enjoyable i always had my, my my friends there and all that sort of stuff and i was always pretty good in that sense but like i said primary school there was there were so few kids that if you didn't get along with them, you didn't get along with the whole school. So there were so few of them. Um, and I still have a few of them on Facebook to this day. So, you know, it's, it, you know, um, wow. you know, we don't exactly meet up or anything, but, uh, yeah, um, we'll wish it's each other happy birthday when <laughs> Facebook reminds us. It's the yeah. usual thing. Isn't it? That's how you know when everybody's birthday is Facebook. That's yeah, the, is, that's the is. best thing that could have happened. Um, what was the first job? First job you ever did. First job, mate. Um, uh, so actually in my teen years, I worked on a farm. Um, I mate, I've had a lot of jobs. Uh, so I worked <laughs> on a farm that was in my like teen years while I was, whilst I was still at school. And I actually saved up the five pound I would get for that shift. Cause eventually it worked, changed from being a farm. So collecting eggs and, and, and feeding the goats and God knows whatever else. And then it actually went to a bit more hardcore stuff, like picking potatoes and stuff like that. And then, wow. um, during the, the, the winter periods, then she used to go to this wood, um, that this place that would make like beds and whatever else and they'd like scrap wood and that we would load up the uh, the truck and then sell that for kindling uh yeah. so eventually it, it was a bit more hard labor in the winter and i would fill up these this lorry with all this stuff uh, as a teenager it's like 15 16 maybe maybe less than that i think i may yeah. I, I was a, i'm trying to think what school i was at so maybe i was like 13 14 about this time um and uh yeah i would only get like five pound a shift but hard work i mean hard work yeah for a young kid. yeah yeah i mean most of it was sitting in a car listening to like <laughs> euro uh dance music or whatever you know a bit of uh robert miles or whatever with the guy mm. that i went along with it was a good fun time um and yeah i'd get my five quid save it up and i managed to get a playstation Oh, wow. saving all up so it was, yeah i was pretty proud of myself but no i mean proper first job um i lived in a pub um uh, we moved into a pub and we were running a pub so i ended up doing a little bit of work there like about 17 bit naughty about 17 18 time uh, mm. then i've worked in shops at a spa i worked at an apple factory i've worked at a diamond factory two diamond factories actually um wow. when i say diamond factory i don't mean wow look at that diamond i mean <laughs> diamond grit that goes on like wheels for like industrial stuff yeah. um i've worked um do you remember the 30 nokia 3210 i, I worked at a shop yeah. that that sold nothing but nokia 3210 accessories oh, um okay. <laughs> they didn't sell the phones just the accessories like just yeah 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 um so i worked there i worked um oh my god everywhere i worked at an ice cream factory um i've worked um all, all these different places i don't really get a plastics factory back in the day and um uh, you didn't yeah. fall into like there was none of these that you thought was there a well, highlight i didn't really, really care i was in my yeah. early, early to mid 20s and all i wanted to do was just save my money go at the end of the week maybe buy a new playstation game and then spend the rest on going out clubbing and buying new mm. shirts or whatever you know that's all yeah. i care i didn't save any money buy a few dvds just it was oh well i've got uh, it, it, back then i don't know if it was easier back then um or there's a lot more complaining these days but <laughs> it was really easy to just get a job um yeah you'd lose a job i think and then there's a grade of and get another like when, one. when we were kids or certainly when i was a kid you kind of did whatever was available you know yeah, I, did, yeah, yeah. I did uh, and, th and there's a lot of kids nowadays that are like i ain't doing that 
So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I basically just walked into jobs. I, I remember I would lose a job. They say, oh, like, we'll pay you for the rest of the week. And then I think that is amazing because I could go get another job and I'd still get two or three days worth of pay from that previous <laughs> one whilst working. And because I just didn't care. Like, um, I didn't drive. Uh, so I would walk miles and miles to go to a <laughs> job because <laughs> wow. uh, we lived in the sticks in, in Kent. Um, and uh, yeah, that was it really. Um, I only really started to slowly make my way and this is a weird path that ended up taking me on a youtuber's path i mean obviously i was always absolutely fascinated in retro gaming uh and retro gaming past even back in my mega drive days i kept every so often going back to those amstrad games which were obviously not as good but i was so obsessed with just looking back at those games oh, i remember what this was like almost a nostalgia feeling at the age of mm. 10 you know like it was ridiculous wow. um and um, that I remember I, I, I ended up buying a Master System before I moved on from the Mega Drive just so I could go back and play those games just for the sake of... Um, Which for a young kid, I mean, for a young kid or for someone younger, that's quite rare, isn't it, I suppose, to go it, back to... It is. I'm si I, I don't know if it's because it's... It probably is because of me, but I'm ingraining it on my son. My son's literally downstairs. Uh, before I came upstairs, he's playing Super Mario 64 downstairs. Um, oh, he's wow. got a collection of 140 Switch games to be able to play with, but he's yeah. choosing to play on Mario 64. So, I mean... I don't know if it's because of that. He's really good at Pac-Man, <laughs> like the wow. OG original arcade Pac-Man. Um, again, it's probably me that's doing this to him. But um, uh, <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, we've got twenty-five hundred or nearly twenty-five hundred games in the games room, and my son yeah. will still choose to play Call of Duty. He doesn't so right. it probably is you, mate. It's not. Um, the, the, yeah, yeah but, it probably is. But no, he's um, yeah. It, it, that, that's what I was like anyway. Um, but no, as I was saying, so I eventually i started working in retail a little bit like i worked in like i say a few shops and what have you uh, i did quite well with that and i was always quite hey there like jumping out and speaking to the customers and doing quite good and then i worked at a restaurant it was very much a family restaurant where you would um you you when the uh, the customers would sit down you'd all you'd sit down with them and they'd be a bit like oh what's going on here but you'd be like really friendly and you the paper the the, the tablecloth had this big bit of white um basically paper and you would write hey there guys i'm dan uh what's your names and you know you would chat with them and you'd be all really chummy and i i, uh, I learned yeah. to become quite um uh extrovert and quite uh, out there and quite excitable um and i think when i when i look back at my own videos i see that that was probably around the time it started of me becoming that sort of person uh, mm. i remember my manager um because you always was told to upsell like did you want that large did you you know whatever <laughs> uh, but i would do it all the time uh, and it was wow. just like natural it would just come off and uh, i remember some my manager saying you should work in sales like a proper sales job uh, i ended up doing a call center and the, you know hey 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 continuing down the phone and then i worked at a, a proper sales office and it was selling um uh, 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 uh server parts and stuff like that uh hardware in that sense nothing too exciting y you think mm. it all oh, this is going to be good for me but it's super boring um um and as much as I was good at it, I, I think I was pretty good at it. Um, I was not interested at all. I'd lost all mm. communication one-on-one -on -one with people. Um, even though I, I was able to do it on the phone um, uh, and I was selling a product, I could not get, give less of it about. <laughs> um, and it, 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 I remember, I remember my management manager saying, look, Dan, you need, if you want to do this and you want to do it right, you need to be waking up in the morning. You need to be getting in that shower and you're thinking to yourself, oh, how can I sell these, these, these servers and whatever else to this customer and stuff? And I'm like, mm. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And then I'd walk out. I'm like, I don't want to wake up in the morning thinking about that. Like what a boring life that is like, no thanks. And I just 
uh, my mentality maybe i'm i'm uh uh i don't know a, a kid in that sense that i haven't grown no, up I, I, I couldn't i couldn't do it i couldn't do it but these are the same people that i know now have moved on from that job they now work mm -hmm. at selling I don't know, baked beans at another factory. And now they wake up in the morning thinking about baked beans in the shower and they just couldn't yep. care. Um, event, and then I, I started becoming again, like my early twenties where I just didn't really care about the jobs. And I was bouncing around a little bit between different sales jobs, ended up moving into marketing, which I found a bit more, more me, but it was still not, uh, I still very much felt out of my depth a little bit. Um, and stuff i didn't care about so do you have a what what's home life like you have a partner you've got kids so you've yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely you know i i, I um uh it got it got to a point where you know i, I, I met a lass um yeah. <laughs> one that i was actually going to stay with um and uh yeah we really clicked honestly she's the probably the, the the stereotypical furthest thing away from a gamer really not okay. into it we, we, yeah, we play yeah. a little bit of overcooked from time to time monkey ball mario kart but you never it never really mm. goes any further than that and when i say a little bit once every other month maybe you know something <laughs> like really really not at all um uh we're actually probably more board gamers and even that is very few and far between we just like to mm. netflix and ooh chill um but uh you know uh <laughs> that, that's it really um eventually do they watch the channel? Do they watch what you do, or are they just fed up with listening to you already? My, 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 I remember in my early days, I was like getting my wife to look to cause sort of have a second set of eyes to check it and stuff like that. But I wouldn't put her through it anymore. She's she, she's more into the uh, the the kick scammer stuff. And according to my stats, women tend to be more interested in kick scammers than, oh, than nice. video game related stuff. Um, anyway, uh, it's just what it is. Uh, I, 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 she doesn't care about. Um, the badges you could send off to get for the atari 2600 because she probably doesn't know what an atari 2600 is you know it's <laughs> just not interested <laughs> why um, put her through it why put her through the pain yeah she's just <laughs> not interested it's the same with her if she starts telling me about like uh, I'm going to do a friend's quote, like strappy back dresses or something like that. I'm just not interested. <laughs> you know. So what, um, what other hobbies do you have? Are there, is there anything other than uh, game collecting or, or YouTube? Uh, it's or at the you? forefront of my mind. Yeah. You spend so much of your time looking into that. I'm, I'm really into my movies. I'm really into my movies. Uh, you may not think it from the uh, waistline, but I'm actually uh, quite into running. I quite like running as well. Um, okay. Yeah. I like, you know, just oh, the usual typical let's let's insert every dad's answer here but spending time with the kids oh the that usual stuff, stuff. Yeah, yeah yeah but um I mean, that's what life becomes. do you, do you Sorry, collect God. other things is there anything else you collect or is it just purely games i have fully calmed that down okay time. Yeah, yeah 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 before i went full-time with youtube um it was getting to that point where i was like okay i can make this a full-time thing that uh, you know mm. everything was working to that um but um you know, by this point, I've got two kids. I've got, uh, you know, a, hat, a mortgage or stuff. And it's a very scary thing. Like, wow. Because I've never, ever worked anywhere where your income um, is based, that, that could fluctuate all the time. I've been a DJ, but I always was, I always had a nine to five on top of that, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was really scary for me to ever move into that that stratosphere. So I ended up actually selling an extreme. And, and there's a few items in there that I was actually really worried, uh, sad to see go. But I actually sold almost my entire video game collection oh, besides wow. a few of the wii games that you can see there and the small amount well it's not small it's probably about 50 odd games um dreamcast well, games we think top. we think they're small don't we this is the thing and that's why there's a whole collecting section coming so don't worry Ken, we yeah, might yeah. 
we might have to talk about some of what you you know what you've got rid of but and there yeah, are a yeah. few questions about that but we think like like even then you know i've got a small collection in comparison to to the normal pit and i i get this all the time oh you're you you know oh you're a bit weird rob because you've got all these games and I go, i'm not weird i'm a normal guy you know what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about weird yeah. i am actually weird because in my street you know, no one else in my street, as far as I'm aware, have got two and a half thousand games, you know? Yeah, so yeah, sure. I mean, I've got, that, I've got all these, like, books at the top, so I'm, I'm only saying mm. that from when I start off. But basically, um, you, you'd have you'd have those those sort of people that would say, like, why have you got all of these games? You can only play one at once. I'm like, why mm. have you got all these books? You can only read one at once. It's just we're into collecting different things. It makes no difference, like, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, um, uh, yeah, so... I ended up selling a lot of my games basically just to get myself out of a couple of credit cards and that sort of thing and, and wipe mm. myself clean completely uh, so that when I eventually go, that'll be it and I can start again fresh. And also it was because back in the day, I didn't have a, a room nice enough to be able to put all my stuff on the walls. It was very much mm. put it in boxes in the attic. And I remember when I specifically, when I did my Echo the Dolphin, the complete history, um, I went on eBay to buy Echo the Dolphin, the cartridge. Uh, and then I forgot to even put it in the video, me holding, because it was only really a prop for where I can hold it, because like, everyone can emulate these games. Um, and then I, 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 I bought it. Uh, and then when I moved, like a few months later, because it was quite close, I realized I had that game now three times. I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't even know yeah. what I've got anymore. Um, you know, you'd go to a boot fair and you would just buy, oh, I'll have all your Mega Drive games. I'll have all your, I don't even know what this is, what, uh, Engage? Yeah, let's have them. And I would just yeah. buy all these things, even though I don't need them and I don't want them. So I ended up selling almost everything. Um, and that just completely cleared me out. Um, wow. There's a few things. So I've got. A these are actually a few of mine from when I was a kid. Mm. Um, every single Mega Drive game there um, uh, is new, except for Theme Park and Streets of Rage. Uh, and in actual fact, my Streets of Rage uh, is empty. I don't even have the cartridge anymore. Oh, no. Um, so, um, but I, I don't know. Can I get rid of this? It's mine. My first ever <laughs> Mega Drive. Game. You can't get rid of it. Yeah, you can't get rid of it. Um, what was the um? Yeah. What, what was that? But you never collected games. Has been your thing. You wasn't ever a stamp collector or a thimble collector oh, right. or a. Or a I, don't know. I, I used to go through phases. Uh, I remember for a couple of years, I got into collecting. Um, uh, uh, do you remember? Um, like comic book shops, they would sell like these really detailed, like 20, 30 pound um, sort of action figures, essentially, of like horror characters so, like Chucky and yes. The Exorcist. I, I got into collecting those and then got rid of them. Funkos lasted about a year or so, got rid of them, um, <laughs> as everyone else did. Got a couple as more. everyone else, I keep yeah. doing it. I got Rick and Morty. Um, um, mm. I went through a phase of, um, I'm, I'm obsessed, absolutely obsessed with certain bands. Um, so uh, I was definitely one of the older, you know, chain from the wallet to your back of your jenko jeans uh lincoln mm. park skateboard under the right arm even though i can't do anything more than switch um, <laughs> just carry it around yeah <laughs> guy uh tall t-shirt not realizing tall is a band at the time but I, I i bought um i bought everything to do with lincoln park i was obsessed with that band um wow. big time and another band called uh, the mad capsule markets which are a japanese electronic band the prodigy okay. so i would collect lots of music to do with them my old cd collection back in the day um the same way people go around collecting like video games going to charity shops and that, i would go to every charity shop and buy up so many anything that was on a positive label um uh, at, at all of these dance labels i would just be obsessed with collecting as much as possible uh, mm. and my collection of cds were well over three four thousand it was like i had walls and walls and walls of just all these cds um which have been all been sold because they're worth pennies now at most yeah. um 
And it wasn't because of that. It was just like, why have I got all these? I, in this room right now, I don't even have a CD player unless I plugged it through like a PlayStation or something. Because mm. um, I remember I sold all of those. Um, at the moment, I'm, I've got a really decent record collection because I'm enjoying that. Um, but okay. it seems to be the things that I'm into since I've gone as a full-time YouTuber are stuff that I only buy because I want them rather than, yes. oh, let's also get that and throw it on the shelf. Um, yeah, which is where we, we and there's a, a few collecting bits, you know, questions about that, which uh, which will be really interesting to hear your mm -hmm. thoughts on because we all do, you know, well, we certainly, I certainly buy stuff that I don't play and it's just the way it is. Um, but yeah, what, what was your earliest game in memory? Uh, I think it was either Bridget or uh, which is a terrible game uh, or oh mummy for the amstrad okay. cpc i think it may be something different because i i just remember having the amstrad cpc and i remember though like a little rough image of trying to push the right buttons to make the bridges go down so that people don't fall in it um mm. and and for like a i don't even know how old i was what four five year old whatever i was um yeah, that's impossible to do. It's impossible to do now as a grown adult. So, um, <laughs> so you was never going to do it as a kid, ever, ever. Oh, oh. Mummy was a lot more, uh, a, a lot better game. Yeah. yeah. What was um? If you could be transported back to an age where you had the most fun when gaming, or appreciated games more than any other age, that could be a week ago, or it could be uh, twenty years ago. What what age would you go back to? Ah, oh, mate, I don't know. Um, I really. There was a period during the PlayStation 1 era, uh, towards the end of the PlayStation 1 era, where I just stopped playing games because I became so obsessed with DJing. Um, mm. And the only game I played was Wipeout 2097. It was just, I was just so obsessed with that one game. But before then, um, I was really into um, uh, just the early days of the PlayStation. It was like really fascinating. The jump from the 16 bit era to the, to the, uh, to the bit was like, this is insane. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if that's ever happened again, perhaps closely to maybe VR, um, like, whoa, what is going on? Like a whole other world. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I, I couldn't believe the stuff I was seeing consuming uh, from like bad influence or whatever it was I was watching on telly. I was getting these snippets of information, uh, mm -hmm. the, the previews of the upcoming Sega Saturn was just like, this is insane. How crazy is this? Um, every little bit of information I could. I remember that was such an exciting time. Uh, to be a game well i mean for me ridge racer being able to you know you're going to play it i know it's a steering wheel and you're in an arcade but playing ridge racer in the arcade daytona sega rally yeah and then yeah, all yeah. of a sudden seeing them in the home it was like oh my god i know they yeah. wasn't the same Let, let's not lie to each other let's not kid each other it wasn't the same <laughs> but well <laughs> definitely not it's, if you got that, that full scale ridge racer where you're actually sitting in the car as well yeah. they were able to do that at the screen oh, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah i remember yeah. um we did that um oh yeah yeah for sure awesome for sure. awesome stuff um if you this one catches a few people out so honestly take your time no, describe retro gaming using only three words someone doesn't know retro gaming they, they they don't what are the three words you would pick out without using the words retro and gaming um you can't use any of them They're just right, okay. three words uh, like feelings you know like a feeling or a or a or a mood state or something nostalgic classic games i don't know mm. i suppose that's it uh it's just nostalgia's got to be a part of it it's your answer i think nostalgia yeah. is absolutely it would be yeah, in my nostalgia. Friend, nostalgia. yeah um i'm gonna say classic because not every game is and i think certain games is interesting to look back on from a historical point of view but but just because the game's 
uh, old doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> definitely no, no, not. Uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I like the classics that do stand the test of time. So nostalgic classic games, because otherwise, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, well, it's like fun, isn't it? Game games, it, it, you know, it's like a fun thing, and and games are supposed to be games. They're not supposed to yeah. be this unbelievably uh, unfunny, challenging, boring. You know, it's not supposed to be mm-hmm. that, is it? It's supposed to be a game. It's supposed to be fun. I know some of them ain't. I mean, you know, I, some I, I, I got a little bit of flack for saying that. Um, uh, I, I don't think they should ever make a new Alex Kid game, um, mm. or if they do change it up because i think they're insanely flawed games i love sega more than any other company in the gaming sphere but alex kid isn't a good game um well you wouldn't have or you might have seen you probably wouldn't have seen i know that and there's some questions on this so you'll be yeah. you'll, you'll uh, be but you're um we've just done alex kid uh fiance plays i'll do a segment where joe okay. plays games and tries to play games and she's because she's never played the only game she'd ever played was was pac-man um, right, right, right. up until six months ago and she just played alex kid and she tried to get the i don't want to get so much away but she tried she got the pogo stick and right. she's jumping with the pogo stick and she just i mean i would say she was on top of the car um but it she died you know oh right yeah the you're talking the mega drive version here the mega drive version right yeah. right you, right yeah you yeah. can't touch things and you can touch things and it's very you know you're trying to jump on a block and you fall off the block and so yeah some games are not fun are they uh and, and maybe that's, <laughs> that's the same with my, with my wife like you know she's really into um uh, fun racing type games and stuff like she yeah. likes like um like outrun and stuff like that um but if you put anything that's uh i mean to be fair i'm not the biggest fan but if you put any kind of rpgs game on there anything where mm. you've got to stop to talk to someone to stop to talk to someone she's like let me get into the game my god um, yeah. um i remember i bought uh, a gamecube uh when she went to um uh university just on my obsession to try and get her into gaming a little bit so we can do <laughs> we something all do that yeah we all do um but uh yeah her and her housemate got really into mario kart double dash and and, and monkey ball but i also i also mm. bought a star fox adventures and she said it was like one of the worst experiences she hated it absolutely hated oh, it because there's just nothing she goes there's nothing to do in that game like, what do i do now what do i do now? i'm just yeah. walking around i'm like well yeah. you gotta go find people you gotta go talk to them and she's like yeah <laughs> not interested well is it i mean i suppose we're right on the border and we're probably going to upset a few people in the you know in the in the audience or whatever but what you know, is it a game really? I mean, I love Resident Evil, but it's not a game as a descriptive sort of game. I mean, it is a game, but it's more there's puzzles in it, and you you oh, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. it's not a fun, fun, fun thing. It's really entertaining for me. I love Resident Evil, but mm-hmm. I can understand how a non-gamer, and this is what I say with with Joe, would be like, hold up, this isn't a game. I'm not having fun. This is a puzzle. You know, maybe there's a maybe there's an element of that potentially, potentially. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's definitely something to be said for people that can create games that everyone can play from oh. the get-go uh, and also make games that even when, and every one game is a game that um literally like you say everyone can play get the same mm. enjoyment out of but hardcore game gamers can still find a challenge in that game um and we've said it already but pac-man is the perfect example of a perfect uh everyone sort of game um uh that's why i'm so obsessed with the the indie scene um yeah. Uh, they seem to be one of the few people that are still creating games that everyone can play overcooked i mean it's one of the greatest co-op games ever made it's amazing absolutely yeah right so well that's the second i mean we now know uh we now know slopes we know absolutely. slopes games. the first section is done 
Um, so let's come out of that now and let's move into YouTube because it's a big mm -hmm. thing. And I know that a lot yeah, yeah. of people will be watching this um, interview, get to know whatever you want to call it, chat with a tuber um, to, to find out about YouTube and what it means to you. So let's start from the beginning again. What is what? what why? Why did you do it? What made you start the channel? What, what was it all about? So, um, yeah, so I, I was obsessed with uh retro gaming youtubers uh, or just gaming tubers in general but i think without i mean maybe i'm wrong but for me i i, I, I wasn't it wasn't easy to discover uh the more niche channels uh i knew people like lazy game reviews i knew um obviously angry video game nerd i knew uh larry bundy and a few other ones um but for the most part it was very much reviews of what's happening now uh however these particular channels would a lot of the time talk about old stuff and yes sure i did like it when when uh, even people talked about stuff that i knew about but i i really got excited when people would talk about stuff that i didn't know about um okay. uh lazy game reviews did a uh, a video based on the history of drm um which is the most boring topic in the world but he pulled it off that man does doc documentaries about calculators and they're incredible it's like yeah. i have no interest in ever ha having a calculator collection of any kind but it's so good um larry bundy did a video on um uh long lost thunderbird the uh, thunderbirds um thundercats uh games for like the the the, the spectrums and what have you like the old uh, okay. home computers and that that really fascinated me because there was like name changes and stuff and uh angry video game nerd um uh done you know he, he, he obviously takes his more comical character approach but he did particular one video on the sword quest series and in that particular video um i that that, that, that really fascinated because I, I i didn't have anything to, i didn't know anything about sword quest series before i watched that video and it was all about like you know if you win a competition they'll send you a sword or send you a chalice and blah 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 and it, the competition's never got finished here's a picture of it but no one knows where it is now and i'm like that's so fascinating i was blown mm. away by that and um i uh, wouldn't it be good if i did did a video channel like that talking about the retro gaming history of uh, you know of that sort of thing and um uh, i remember vividly i vividly remember going into a retro gaming shop and there was like this group of kids and they were like trying to outdo each other with like gaming facts um okay. and when i say kids they're only about five years younger than me so pretty much probably the same generation roughly same generation console maybe one down and mm. they were um uh, they were talking about like one would talk about the video game crash of 1983 and one would talk about how insanely popular Mega Man was in the 90s here in the UK and 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 um real everyone everyone owned Nintendo no one knew what Sega was and all that sort of stuff and I just wanted to be that annoying uh uh no know it all guy that comes <laughs> in like, well actually you're wrong that's the american history that's not ours um mm. uh obviously I didn't don't worry <laughs> but um <laughs> um but I was so fascinated by that. And maybe I was just wasn't searching hard enough, but I couldn't find channels that were talking about the UK side of things um, other than okay. Larry. Uh, so I decided, you know, I'm going to do it. The very first video I ever did, uh, the history, oh, the story of Roland, which is uh, this mascot for the Amstrad CPC. Um, uh, Alan Sugar's console, where basically he must have literally just gone to several development people and just said, make me a game about Roland and slammed the door without them knowing any uh, anything else other than the name because every single yeah. game came out completely different. Um, I just find that sort of stuff fascinating. And I did that video and instantly I got a lot of traction. 
instantly. I remember I, I posted yeah. it in the wrong area on Retro Gamer forums because um, you had the YouTuber section, which never got any traction, but then they had the normal section, which, you know, don't post your YouTube links here. Don't know self-promotion, <laughs> but I did. And I put it in there refresh nothing refresh nothing refresh i went to bed and i went woke up the next day and there was like several pages of people congratulating me on the video and i was like wow this is a good feeling this Whoa. is a good feeling and uh, i see oh my god yeah people were instantly um uh commenting about like their history um oh that particular game was actually a packing for the magazines like, oh wow i didn't know that and it was just like instant wow i've now found people that are into um uh th 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 this this very nerdy niche world that i hmm. love and um i was majorly ill-educated Ill on the subject compared to the people that were out there but i, I just hmm. became fascinated with creating more and creating more and creating more and um with every video um you know i i saw the numbers go up and the the views would go up a little bit more on each video and people would like oh what about if you do this i'm like you know what? maybe i will and it was so much fun um and I, I just became obsessed with it. And, uh, you oh. know, over time, yeah, here we are. So it was really just a sort of, I want to do a video on that. There was no uh, motivation other than that. It was just, I want to do a video on, on something. And I posted it. And the next thing you're getting traction. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was from day one. I mean, obviously, if I look back, I, I don't know what those stats were now. Uh, unfortunately, mm. I had to delete that very first video. I had a tiny little segment from a BBC news article, which uh, I, I didn't yeah. know back in the day. I could have edited out, but I just deleted the video. Stupid me. Mm. Um, but um, I remember, um, I mean, maybe it was 10 views, maybe it was 20 views, maybe it was 100. But mm. I, I, I remember at the time it was, it was, it was a big deal. Yeah. Like to you, to you at the time, yeah. that was a yeah. real big thing. And that, I mean, that was good. That was my next question. You know, can you remember your first video? Well, clearly you can. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You it's, still there. it's just not my first video anymore. I re-uploaded yeah. a couple of years How ago. would you judge that video? Do you look back on it with fun memories or is I it? Do. Uh, is I mean, it, you oh. grow, you grow. I've always, always, always tried to make the best videos I can. And um, uh, Lazy Game Reviews, actually, in one of his Q&As many moons ago, actually said that as long as every video or every other video you try something new, you try and do something a little bit different, um, mm. you will grow. Um, and if you go back and look at his early stuff compared to his stuff now, there's a definite uh, uh, quality change. Um, but mm -hmm. those still, those early ones are still entertaining. And I'd like to think about blowing my own trumpet. My early videos are still entertaining. <laughs> um, mm. I've just progressed uh, uh, as well. You know, with everything, with buying new microphones or or just learning new editing styles and, and mm. doing things slightly differently. But, um, yeah. And what was the, I mean, I think you've answered it, but what was the plan when you first started? Was that, there wasn't a plan really, was there? There was, it was just a sharing. No, I mean, I, I wanted to, I wanted to grow. I mean, everyone yeah. wants people to see their content. Otherwise they wouldn't put it on YouTube. They'd put it in a <laughs> Google drive folder or something for themselves. But like, uh, I wanted, I wanted as many people as I could to, 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 to see my content. Um, but that was it. That was mm. it. Uh, back in the day. Um, and I mean, I'm only talking like six or seven years ago, I think it was um, when I started. Um, back in the day, there was you. If, we, 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 if we talk money, there was no real money involved at mm. all. Months and months would fall off the calendar before you would earn $30, I think it was, before you could take out that money. Uh, and then wow. obviously you would just spend that on buying a game or something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so there was there was nothing really in it in that sense um but yeah. it was just i wanted to grow and i wanted more people to see the content and wanted I, I wanted to to interact with more people and in those early days i would reply to every single comment uh there wasn't a comment that i wouldn't reply to um that's impossible to do now uh but mm. 
yeah uh back in the day yeah uh and what were the drivers you know when you when you first thing was it a community <laughs> thing did you want to be friends with people did you want to like what what did you want to what was the driver when you first started it was that really i mean just like just, i i didn't really think about it in the sense of um going anywhere to meet people but me, meeting people digitally online and mm. and sharing interests i remember i i, I almost um did a swap uh, I was so I, I I so I knew so little about it. I almost I almost did a swap of Mega CD games with this random commenter in the comments of one of my videos. It was like, no, I should <laughs> probably go private with this. Um, it was just there. It was just um, yeah. It was just a, a, a fun experience and a fun way to to to, to chat to people uh, and share and, your and, hobby yeah. as well. Yeah, I, I, I and you know the, the reason I would constantly bring up to my friends that weren't interested in the real world about like, oh, by the way, did you know um, that? in insert random gaming history fact here and they were just not interested in what i'm saying <laughs> now i'm saying it to the worldwide audience and thankfully within that worldwide audience there are a group of niche people that are interested in me telling them some super nerdy facts and uh, I've, I've never <laughs> i've never not found that interesting i've always always uh, thrived to continue doing that <clears throat> excuse me so if you could go back and give yourself pointers, this is not for other people, give yourself yeah. pointers when you first started, what would you do? What would you say? It's, you know, I get asked this every so often and I, I don't want to say I had it, I got it perfect first time round, but I've mm. always been happy with my content. I've always been happy with how I've done things. There's a couple of things that I look back at my golden ax video and maybe I rub it on a little bit um, too much at the beginning without before getting into the actual topic mm. um, and stuff like that. But at the same time, I know there's people out there that I've met at conventions um, uh, uh, that, that that like that I talked more about the my personal history before getting into the, the personality thing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh my 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 current style of doing things i, I do things different than that now um mm. i mean we're talking nitty-gritty stuff completely what about um, progress i mean i've spoke to people on the i've spoke to people <coughs> already uh on this subject where they've mm. said that they wish they never uh, there was one in particular that that said uh he had kind of let his area that he lived in out to the public and you know, are there any are there mm. any particular things I, that you've done where you think, oh my god, I wouldn't do that again? Because I had my channel well before I actually made anything on the channel. Mm. It was called Daniel Wibberson. Um, there was a long period where I was like, maybe I shouldn't have called it Daniel Wibberson because everyone <laughs> yeah. goes looking for you on Facebook. Um, mm. And uh, I accepted everyone. Okay. And I got to the point where I was having close to five thousand. I can't remember that silly amount of friends on mm. there of friends. Um, <laughs> and um, but you know, I was uploading pictures of me and the kids at I don't know, in a swimming pool and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I probably shouldn't have all of these people here now. Um, and then I went for a mass, took me about a week to delete everyone I want. Yeah. Um, I think that's good advice because I see a lot of people doing that. I mean, I've I've added a few people that I would consider uh friends or already yeah, I've got, on I've Facebook, got friends you know? in the gaming sphere. Uh the first mm. person I ever met up with uh in the gaming sphere and uh I, it's so awesome such an awesome chap a guy called gashead steve um yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i think you may know gashead um yeah mm -hmm. and um you know i have people like himself and and, and obviously larry and uh kim and a few people that i know in the real world now mm. um uh, and people that I've, uh, i speak to often uh if they aren't you know in the real world people that i know from from the states or whatever um mm. so i do have a few people on there but i do get added a lot uh yes. i mean I, i've got a list that i need to go through and decline if i'm honest but um um 
is what it is. Yeah, that, that, that maybe the only thing. Yeah, He's yeah. It, it, there's no it. offense. There's no offense. There's a million ways that you can talk to me. I've got a Discord that I'm quite active in. People can li we literally chat back and forth in there. Uh, mm. It's just that you know I keep the pictures of my kids and everything else and that that wedding i went to from my auntie like I, that's not interesting <laughs> to you don't you're not, <laughs> no, you know, um, not thing. um well let, let's move on to i mean a great a great answer by the way because i think that people do uh, even myself i you know in a very short space of time i was adding random people on facebook that i didn't really know who they was and i I thought to myself, you know, should I be doing this? And um, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it was um, Oliver Harper that um, opened my eyes to it a little bit. He was saying that, like, oh yeah, I've got a list of X amount of people, mm. and he goes, "Well, why do you want to add me?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's true. Why am I adding all these people? Yeah, I might mm. get rid of them." <laughs> so. Yeah, it's uh, it's strange. Um, so people love financials. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to talk money, don't they, all the time? But <laughs> YouTubers really do get some stick, or some YouTuber. I mean, look, I think it's actually quite a lot of YouTubers seem to oh, get. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's, if it's an across the board thing. Definitely in the retro gaming sphere, you get you, you can mm. get stick for having sponsors or, or patreons or, or just having. Absolutely. When when did you decide <laughs> that that was what you wanted to do? And how did that transition go? Um, what were your faults, really? Just like what what made you do it, and and you know what did you get hate for it? Just maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. So I mean, um, oh yeah, of course you're always going to get hate. Um, it mm. is what it is. I mean, we're we're all collectors here, aren't we? Uh, to a degree, I don't collect like I say as I, as much as I used to. I'm very much just buy games when I want them. But mm. um, um, yeah, we, we we all like to get a good deal. We go around boot fairs or or, or thrift shops, whatever that you want to call them, what part of the world you're in, uh, and get all these the, the the these games and get a good deal and stuff like that. So it's probably quite painful for the people out there. Like, and I know tubers. I'm not going to name anyone when i uh, uh, of my size or, or bigger and i say oh fun stock have just sent me or limited run have just sent me or whatever it is and they're like oh well i didn't get one you know like yeah. that so it happens across the board and because you end up becoming that youtuber that has sponsorships and and whatever else people are yeah. going to get a little bit uh um wound up about that unfortunately it is the mm. way it is look past it um mm. you know <laughs> it is. um uh but yes uh just like everyone you know i had the old adverts and stuff on my channel and i remember um i mean i'm throwing numbers out there these are made up numbers but say for instance i, I i'd done i'd done whatever and i'd got to a point where now i'm earning 30 dollars uh, a month um mm. you know enough to be able to withdraw every month and i was like at the time i, I was only doing one video a month and i was like um but I was still obsessed. I was still obsessed with being on the computer and just researching all the time. And a lot, of, some of those scripts I still have because I would just research all, all, all of the time. And mm. I remember um, thinking, oh, if I did twice as much, two a month, would that go to sixty? Uh, would I get double the amount of views? Would I get double the amount of subscribers? And I did. I did. And yes, double the amount of subscribers came in and everything else. I was like, you know, I'm going to make this a weekly thing. And then obviously at the time, the algorithm was loving that I was doing. Um, uh, weekly content um the algorithm changes 24 7 so if you're watching this in a month's time it could be different um and it definitely is different from back when i started um and uh yeah so it just worked and then i just started seeing it it it, it went brilliantly it was just ev every single line every single metric was going up uh, more and more people were watching my content and obviously that meant more was coming in as well and it was good so it was, i was still making exactly what i wanted to make um mm. and it was getting to a point where i was like you know what this might end up becoming a job what? you know and it was like this is this is pretty insane so i just continued on uh doing what i did um uh i remember i made myself ill 
two times um, because I was just so obsessed with it. I ended up, I think it's like, it's that sales mentality. Anyone that works in sales, like, you know, you just got to hit that target. And it's as if there's like a big barrier up. You have the barriers getting closer and closer and closer. You've got to get there. Would Mm. it have mattered to my bottom line? Would it have mattered to my subs? Would it have mattered to all of these other things? If I, if I missed one, like, no, of course it wouldn't. But in my mind, I had to to get there. I had to make sure by the end of the weekend, even if it was, um, even if I it went as far as two o'clock in the morning on Monday, you know, <laughs> I, I got there. Um, and I remember there was this one time when I was like, I'm going to do this video because I would normally have like four or five scripts running at the same time. Because what would happen is at my nine to five job, anytime I had some downtime, I'm talking like I was obsessed. I'm sitting on the toilet. I'm like, OK, let me just have a look. What what what, what did that person say? And, you know, and um, I, I, I would uh, get my microphone. Where's my old microphone? It's down there. My old snowball and my laptop. I would go to Sainsbury's car park at lunch to go get my lunch. I'd sit there. I'd have the, the mic in my car and I'd be shouting in my, you know, doing all and using my hand gestures mm. to really, really emphasize what I'm saying. And anyone yeah. walk past me with me and my, my, my egg and bacon <laughs> sandwich shouting down microphones in the car. But I was so obsessed with constantly reaching that target that I'd set myself that didn't matter. Um, mm. And I just constantly did it. And um, I eventually got into the point where I was, I was doing really, really well with it. And uh, um, the way it worked from transitioning from, uh, 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 that into a full-time job mm. i basically um my mentality was if we just I, i'm just laying it out there this is how i this is how i understood it with money um mm. what, what i would do is i would need to earn on youtube what i earn um and, and obviously patreon what i mm. earn in a full-time job uh, on a bad week so if i did a bad week where i did a video that didn't exactly hit traction or whatever else um mm. then uh, and it was still as good as what I earned in the job for like three months consecutive or whatever, then, okay, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. In fact, we actually decided we wouldn't change over until I removed house, which was an extremely long process. So actually I was at that point for over a year. Uh, so okay. I felt good. Um, before I left, I made sure that, because obviously by this point I had two incomes coming in. Uh, I made sure that I was, um, I set myself up like a little nest egg. Uh, I bought Disneyland Paris uh, yearly passes for the whole family. So that's going to be our holiday for a okay. year. Uh, so I can prep myself, make sure that I, I, I'm never going to have to be, because I'm, I'm a dad by this point, you know, and I've yeah. got a mortgage and I've got a wife to look after. And um, I, I, she had to jo- she had a job as well, but I was definitely the, 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 the main income of the house. Um, and I had to really, really make sure that, everyone was being looked after significantly. Mm. It was, you know, this wasn't just something, oh, maybe I'll try it out. Maybe I'll try it out. And but no, I had to be certain. And that's exactly what it went down. Um, I wasn't doing, I, I was still a hundred percent, a hundred percent making the content that I wanted to make. And what, Every, when, when you have these conventions and all of these different YouTubers that you think are in the same game space, uh, in the same space, um, uh, are the same, they're not. Um, when I'm sitting next to uh, RMC and Kim and Larry and everyone else, even though we're all retro gaming YouTubers, we all have different ways of, of bringing it in and 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 how it how it works for us. Me personally, I'm very 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 I want to say lucky, but at the same time, it was five or six years of hard graft uh, mm-hmm. to get to that point. Um, I'm I, when I create the complete history series uh, specifically, uh, I try and make the ultimate content i can um mm. and without sounding big-headed i try and make the the um uh, uh the the best content 
that is possible on that particular topic. Because mm. I do that, um, I think I can see in my statistics in the back end that in actual fact, the majority of my income now um, uh, comes from the older videos because I've done uh, the, the history of Metroid and Streets of Rage and all of these these popular franchises. They will always, if I look at the top five videos of the month, those are the videos and these older school videos are actually there. Um, mm. What this allows me to do is to continue to create content that I want to create and I don't have to chase uh, whatever news topic or algorithmic thing I need to do. I can still do things exactly how I want to do them um, uh, because I've got the the nest egg of videos there that look yeah, after. Yeah, videos that are generating income. Um, yeah, and the reason I say that is is uh, fair play to channels out there that do this sort of thing. I, 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 I And again... It looks like we're in the same space as channels that do do this stuff, but we're totally not. But mm -hmm. I can imagine I'm on holiday or I'm at a restaurant with my wife or whatever it may be, um, you know, a romantic getaway or whatever, and then suddenly the Switch 2 gets announced. I'm like, sorry, darling. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've got to go talk about the Switch 2. And thankfully, I'm not yeah. that person. I don't have to do that. I, I, I'm very lucky in the sense that I, I, the content that I like to create is... And Larry Bundy said this is the best way when he's spoken to me about it in my early days is evergreen content is content that will stay relevant um, mm. for as long as someone else comes along and, 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 and does it better. Um, mm -hmm. And even then, you're still second down the line. You, you need about 50 people to make a video better uh, <laughs> or, or more, more, um, more, more, um, uh, more factual than you've made. Uh, for you to be just knocked down and not worthy anymore. Yeah. Um, and you're still going to make some form of money at that point. I mean, maybe exactly. not 50 down, but a few down. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. it's great advice. It's great yeah, advice. I mean, you there's um, the Grand Theft Auto Complete History. I'm nowhere mm. near the top of the list of the Grand Theft Auto Complete History people out there that have done that same video. Um, mm. But that still brings it in because I'm, you know, like I say, there's not 50 people that have done the same video. There's like a few people. Um, mm. And my one is... I, I think, you know, uh, I, that was the first video, actually, I ever went somewhere and someone pulled me aside. Oh, my God, you're the guy that did that. And that was the oh, first wow. video that ever happened about that. But uh, wow. um, What's uh, the, um, what, yeah. what do you what, what do you say to the people that have, have got a real hang up about the because because <laughs> look, here's, here's my percent. Here's my. Side yeah, yeah, of sure. here, yeah. And as a new YouTuber, you know, I haven't been doing it long. I'm not even going to consider myself a YouTuber. I just make mm -hmm. some videos and put them on YouTube. But the what. What I've seen a lot of in the past or, or even very recently is hate towards people that make money out of YouTube, like yeah. hate towards uh, it as a job or whatever. And I don't want to get too hung up in the detail, but specifically people like John Hancock. I don't know him, but he literally gets abused in, in, oh, in America. I've spoken to him a couple of times. Yeah, it, I mean, it's questionable what he's doing. Everyone has their right to 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 question what he's doing, mm. but I don't know, like. But what the people that rather than you know, like I know I mentioned him there, John Hancock. But what what rather than the, that, the people that are actually going against Patreon, like you know, you you slopes games room should not have Patreon. You know, what do you answer? Yeah. How I've do you answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously think you should. Like, yeah. I, I've got no issue. I, I I back people on Patreon. The uh, mm. you know because I like their content and um, 
why why shouldn't they get paid for 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 doing what they want to do it, it's you know these are the same people that have ads on their channel but no no mm. ads are different like well, why mm. why how is that different now, so let me just make sure it's okay so it's okay to have ads it's okay to have merch but you're not allowed to have sponsors and it's like fuck off mm. you dick like yeah. <laughs> excuse the language no um, no it's fine yeah. it's just um yeah, yeah yeah it's why why is it an issue absolutely yeah. why is it an issue uh, if it got to the point and and i do understand in the sense of like um uh it would put me off if i uh you know was watching someone uh, you know say for instance like, the only way you're gonna be able to ever watch larry bundy's fact hunt series is if you paid towards his patreon then yeah i can yeah. understand but well, it's optional no isn't it this is yeah. no he's not forcing anybody you're not forcing anybody it's optional you're yeah. you're putting in time and effort um you know i, I, I paid you to larry that yeah, I Patreon to Larry. Um, uh, it means I get to see his videos a little bit early. Um, mm. uh, yeah, and I mean, that other people have different perks, but yeah, uh, that, that's it. Um, but you see it as a support thing, don't you? You know, yeah, they're able yeah. to, like Larry receives that support and uh, you, you're you more than happy to give him that support for the entertainment he gives you. If it wasn't for Patreon, uh, which is going to really upset, this is going to really upset all the people uh -oh. out there that hate uh -oh. it. But if it wasn't for Patreon, uh, last year would have been uh, the year I may have, had to pack it in um because oh, even wow. though i got to that stage where um not not pack it in because uh, i would still create it but yeah not do it full time um yeah. um if i didn't uh, like i said i had to make sure i got to a stage where that that, that the old footage was doing well uh, and that mm. continued on um last year uh it just shot down um wow. i'm gonna throw a random figure out there this is not what it is but just as an example um going by percentages say an old video would earn 100 um last year it went down to five it was like it, everything just dried up and i just couldn't wow. work out what it is and it was actually me and top hat that came to the realization that as soon as we stopped youtube live streaming it all came flooding back um wow. there's a problem uh with youtube live streaming um uh i did it uh, and I enjoyed doing it, um, but it killed my channel. The assumption from what I've spoken to, like I actually work with, um, uh, I, like I have a YouTube manager now that, that, that uh, does a few different things, like technical things in the back end, like helps me with tags and stuff like that. Um, okay. uh, and he uh, has come to the same assumption as me, and he's definitely a lot more educated on this. He works with the biggest uh, retro gaming channels that, that are out there. Um, mm -hmm. um if a video, one say a complete history of kick scammers, whatever it does, earns 100k views, uh, because I'm a channel that people have come to re expect that and only that type of content, because I'm now live streaming, uh, say a live stream at the end gets 1,000 views. I mean, I'm throwing numbers randomly out there. Mm. But um, in the middle, uh, YouTube themselves only promote you 50k's worth of promotion. Now, because they're no, no longer promoting that big video as much, you're not going to get 100k on the next one you'll get 90 then you'll get 80 then you'll get 70 oh. so eventually you're going down and they're only going to promote you next to nothing so um it dried up and then some thankfully it was actually patreon that completely saved my bacon big time wow. um throughout last year um and um i remember and it was actually january this year it was the last time i streamed on the channel i released mm -hmm. castlevania the complete history and since then it's just gone up and up and up exactly how it was two years ago um wow. in one month in january which for people out there that, that are not youtubers that don't understand youtube january is the month where you actually see some of the biggest youtubers out there will not put content out in january because oh. not because there's nothing to be made um 
Coca-Cola, necessarily Coca-Cola, but all your biggest corporations, your Disney's, your Coca-Cola's, your, your, your whatever else, they put all of their adverts on the, onto YouTube in December, which is why there's a massive influx on people that put videos out in December. And back when it comes to, because it's the Christmas period, you, John Lewis or your biggest um, department stores will all put um, adverts on YouTube. Mm. Uh, whereas, whereas in January, it goes back to basics. And for the most part, it's people like um, uh, YouTube themselves or Google themselves about adverts on there and you'll get okay. minuscule returns. But um, I put out Castlevania, <laughs> the complete history in January, the worst month to do it. And I mm. actually got more views, more subs, more money, everything than I did for October, November and December of the year before wow. because I was streaming during those months. And like I say, it completely killed my channel streaming. Thankfully, I still do it on Twitch. I'm still doing what I like to do. Um, it's just on a different platform, which works. Um, I would love to be able to come back to YouTube and do that thing, but it's broken. Do you think they'll change? Do you think they'll fix that? I mean, I don't Bloody suppose... I mean, yeah, it, I mean it, it's great. insane that they can't fix it. Um, I'm, 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 like I say, it's all guesswork. I'm guessing they can't. Mm. I don't know. You'd think the algorithm could maybe... Uh, look, let's not even go there. Let's not even go there. But you'd think it could yeah. work out that that's a live stream video. So let's let's judge it separately. So here, here's... Um, here's a way that you have to people say like there's, there's tricks to break the algorithm <laughs> and all that stuff and most of it's bull crap but um mm. i'm i'm doing one and it works i think i think it seems to be working but it was mm. also at the same time i stopped live streaming so who knows but um i i now upload my content to google drive i have someone in america download my content and upload it to my channel oh wow just because it helps the algorithm Wow. It means nothing. The Again, the theory to this um, is uh, um, you uh, you have, and this has been said of multiple channels, so this is a very, and, and it's the same, a lot of people think this, uh, so I think it's a pretty uh, uh, educated guess. Mm. When you upload your content, you have two hours uh, to get it to as many eyes as possible. So uh, my advice out there for anyone that get your pen and paper out, uh, <laughs> um Go to all of your social medias where you would normally promote yourself. Oh, I've just put up a new video, blah, blah, blah. However you decide to do it. Uh, YouTube store, uh, uh, stories, not shorts. Um, YouTube stories, YouTube uh, posts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Get all of that ready. LinkedIn, if you really want to go that far. Um, and have it all ready so that when you go live at 7 p.m. or whatever day you put it out on or whatever time, um, uh, you at the exact same moment have all of those tabs open. And you go post, 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 post. I mean, now you okay. can go you can go um, uh, more hardcore and go into like ha have a paid service like Hootsuite that has it as a timed release if you really want to go that far, but it's just as easy. Post, 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 yeah. post. You can do all of that because um, you've now sent it out to as many people as you can, and the two-hour timer has started ticking down. YouTube are going to look at how many people are clicking to look at that thing um, mm. for uh, within that two-hour time frame, and at the end of that, they'll calculate, and the algorithm will work out, okay, yeah, this one's done pretty good. Let's send it out. And that would actually help your future videos as well. Uh, mm. And obviously, if it doesn't do as well, that would hurt your future videos. But the idea is you want to get it out to as many people as possible. Your second chance is uh, to get it out within two days um so then you could go a little bit further you can you can send out things like a newsletter if you have any kind of thing of that maybe you want to do a bit of promotion on on news sites or facebook groups or whatever it may be um mm. uh, these are things i've done in the past some things i've taken I, I no longer do some things i do you know you, you work out what's best for you but um yeah then you've got the two out the two day time frame and then after that 
it just continues on however it goes on mm. um so the most important thing is two uh, the first two hours second most important thing is the first two days uh, and then from then on it goes now the theory is uh, again educated guess is that when i upload from the uk um the small island that is the uk compared to the massive one that is america um yep. it instantly goes there the two hour time is still ticking down and then it makes its way over to america um, um so where in america because most of my audience is american it's just because it's a bigger mass uh, of yeah. people um uh, it's something like 50 percent america and then 15 percent the uk and then it continues down wow uh, it starts in america and then makes its way to the uk Ah. So it's not taking it away from anyone. It just means that the American that works for you. That certainly works for your better. channel. Yeah, yeah certainly, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's that's the like I say. It's all theories, um, wow. uh, educated guesses. But, but they're, back, been backed I mean, up they're, big, they're the big stuff in it. That's the big theories. The big, the big. You know, yeah, that, that, that's like more yourself. that's more hardcore. Uh, I don't know if that's how you would do it in the early days. Uh, mm. If you want to get into nitty gritty and how I like to promote myself back in the early days, Twitter was hugely um uh, uh, a big part of growing the channel mm. um it's very easy to go to twitter uh, if you don't understand how to use twitter think of a video you've just done go to twitter and then type in hashtag streets of rage and see how mm. many people are talking about streets of rage no. you link together how you how you promote that then um so and I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean run to people and then say go check out my video no, no, you, no. You, you 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 get into um promoting it in that same stratosphere is that your tip so because that's the next question um someone under a thousand subscribers looking mm -hmm. to grow their channel uh what advice yeah, would you it, give them? It, it always changes and again if i was sitting here next to larry and rmc and everyone else they would all mm -hmm. say different answers me personally it's worked by uh promotion on twitter uh okay. i know depending if you're more of a uh i would say if you're more of a collector collecting channel like i don't show off collections hardly mm. at all but if you was i would guess that instagram's going to be a lot more um your bag because that's very much showing off pictures and 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 and, and that sort of thing um i mean there's no reason why you don't use all social medias in all honesty mm. um if you're more of a um uh, a newsy collaborative sort of person i would guess again facebook's probably going to be your best because you've got groups um mm. you can post in um there's that sort of thing um uh yeah uh so are you a are you are you someone that subscribes to that whole you know get a certain amount of videos out or follow a series of videos or or for that thousand you know because i think most people if we're being honest with ourselves most 200 100 sub channels or even a channel that's just literally started would always love to get to a thousand it seems yeah. like that's like a uh, Everyone uh, wants to get to a thousand, honor, and then you'll get to ten, a hundred k, a million. Yeah, well, yeah, always... yeah, we won't go there. We're yeah, no, but I mean, yeah, there's always <laughs> targets you want to get to. The, the yes. first, first one k, five k, ten k, fifty. It's all really exciting stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, just, just, just keep at it. So I don't, I don't know if I've answered the question. Just, there, yeah, so. just take, <laughs> yeah. Just, so just do what you do, basically. Don't be guided. But then, look, you know what? What I think I find is I see people that that do certain things um and there's a couple of questions on this but they'll do certain things and they'll do certain things for years and mm -hmm. they'll not break a thousand subscribers 
And then you'll get people that will do certain things for five minutes and they'll break a thousand subscribers. But again, it could be down to the way you're doing it. It could be down to the content you make. I'm very mm. lucky in the sense that the content I made from the very beginning, the third video I ever put on my channel for the longest time was my most popular video. Oh, wow. uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds in to uh, the channel the third video i ever did was the the most popular video and it was always the the i mean I, I didn't know i wanted to create a series called the complete history but the third video i made was called the complete history uh, yeah. and i didn't continue down that path because it was streets of rage the complete history um and i i didn't um continue down that path because oh this works let me continue on here but it was a cool um almost bookend series of all these franchises and i i just saw it as almost like collecting i wanted to collect these mm. these, these 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 videos together and i've i'm still making those con that content i like to make now i'm lucky in the sense that my interests do uh very much go out to a worldwide uh, uh, uh viewpoint um it's still niche but it's nowhere near as niche as someone say for instance that focuses their entire channel on mm -hmm. a particular system or a particular game i do cringe sometimes when i see someone create um i don't want to throw anyone under the bus here but um uh the space invaders channel it's like well you're probably not going to be able to go much further than space invaders with this <laughs> right. you know like uh or like a Fortnite channel or whatever it may be um uh because as soon as that particular thing's no longer interesting. I know Space Invaders is a bad example because it's always interesting, but um, mm. uh, 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 the Virtua Racing channel, you know, like, oh, Virtua yeah. Racing's not a thing anymore. You I, know, like, it, I was it, really into Red Dead Redemption too, like really yeah. into it. I thought it was a great game and I started following a guy in America that only played Red Dead Redemption 2. And mm -hmm. he was such a charismatic guy and you followed him and I, and I watched and I followed, you know, he went and got a, grabbed some gold from a location. I'm like, oh, I need to go get that gold. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I was following him. <laughs> it sounds so sad, doesn't it? Um, I was following him and uh, he was he was brilliant. And and then I started following him on, on other things and, you know, started, and but then Red Dead Redemption 2 went off and, you know, it was like, uh oh what am i going to do now and then he was yeah, searching yeah. for games and he lost traction and i think he settled into a different game now that i don't play but so i don't watch him anymore so well, because um, I, I watch things other than just video game related stuff and there's a guy called um um uh, midtown mid uh, something to midway i uh, see i've forgotten what his mm. new chat he's changed it recently um uh, but uh, basically, it, it's all about Disney history uh, and, and okay. theme parks and stuff. But he originally started his his his, his channel off. I think it was called Rob Plays. Um, but then he just stopped playing games. And it's like now you've you've put yourself in that niche. Uh, yeah. And I'm not saying you know um, do things to to please everyone else. Mm. But by calling yourself a, a, a dedicated thing, uh, for instance, I'm, I'm Slopes Game Room. And I'm, mm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm eating my own hat here, but Slopes Game Room, and I do kick scammers. That's got nothing to do with gaming, you know, yeah. like that. So try, try your best to not be focused on one thing because mm. interests and your interests do change um, over mm. time. Uh, yeah, there you go. Absolutely, no, no, it's good advice, and fantastic advice. So lots, of, you've already touched on this actually. Lots of people struggle with life and YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. Have you ever got to that point? I know it's a job now, but have you ever got to that point throughout the period where you've sort of had to take a step back? And if so, what was the light bulb moment? You know what? I think the point of this question is to anybody mm -hmm. that's in this position, you know, can they relate to yourself maybe being in the same position and what led yeah, you to I, know? I, that did, you I did uh, two or three really popular videos, one after another, um, <clears throat> really big videos. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them was Splatterhouse. 
I think I did. Um, what were the other ones? I'd have to have a look. Um, but uh, yeah, basically, I worked so hard, and it was not because I was appeasing appeasing to any kind of like uh, 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 YouTube god or whatever you want to say. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm just trying to find out what one it was actually. Uh, okay, so I did um, Splatterhouse followed directly with Metal Slug. Um, okay. Two very very big videos, a lot yeah. of research. And I remember uh, at the time I was doing a nine to five job. Um, sorry for people that hired me back then, but I was up until three or four in the morning every night and then coming into work, um, oh. <laughs> working <laughs> on these videos. Um, and it was just during this time. And I ended up uh, becoming sick because um, I was red balling up, um, not getting enough sleep. Uh, hmm. I believe at the time I was a DJ as well. So every oh, Tuesday wow. night I would DJ. Um uh, and then it was doing things that like I would sleep in my car to try and catch up a little bit of sleep. I was so obsessed with trying to finish this off and get into that target. I think it was just after that. I said, Fuck it. I'm not doing a video this weekend. Um, oh, okay. and it was, it was, a it was me letting my own barrier down. It meant nothing. It didn't matter to the channel. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that, that was one time I really had to step back. And it's hard to give people advice. Don't do that. Cause I didn't yeah. do that up until that point. And that was years in. Um, and it was, like I say, it was just me trying to, uh, get to my own target. I think I probably said in the previous video, catch up next week when we talk about, and because I'd said that one thing, I, I couldn't, I couldn't let these, these people down that I'd never met. You know, I just had to, mm. had to get it done. And, it, and yeah, it, it made me, made me ill. And I think that's only ever happened once, maybe twice. I can't remember, but, um, mm. you've got it. You've got to take a step back. It was very, very hard. The transition from going from, um, my nine to five job, uh, and being a YouTuber to being a YouTuber, because I was still in the sense in, in the mindset that you've got to work 18 hours every day. Um, mm. And I always go, oh, when I go full time as a YouTuber, I'll be able to calm down, do typical mm. eight hours. And I just couldn't get to that stage. Uh, it took me a good almost a year to, to break away from that. Do you think yeah. any of that was the addiction to the numbers as well, or the buzz that it gave you early on? With I mean, the yeah, numbers? I mean, I, 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 every morning you wake up and you look at the numbers. Um, mm. I don't so much anymore, but um, it was more looking at the commenters, just constantly talking to all of these commenters. And at the time mm. I was heavily promoting myself on Twitter. And so uh, hundreds, and I'm literally not making that up. Hundreds of people would be talking on Twitter daily. Wow. And I wow. would then spend, I'd wake up early so I could just lay in the bath <laughs> and replying to yeah, all of these replying. people. And it, it was, it was just because I was, I, I just constantly, um, I really didn't want to get to a point where I wasn't able to reply to someone as well. Mm. Uh, eventually I did. Uh, There's a lot of people that say, you know, it's very, it's very poignant. You said that there's a lot of people that I've encountered very early on already that mm -hmm. say that you should never get to a point where, you know, if you get to a point where you can't respond to those people, that's sort of doing a disservice to those people that follow you. I, I, I can't see how that's even um, possible when you get to a certain size. Um, I don't think so. Um, no. personally, I mean, uh thankfully when you do reply to people in the comments it's it's very much pushed up quite high and you can see mm. that this person's replied and slopes game rooms applied um mm. when you're you're looking from it from a from a third person um mm. you you reply to who you can um but yeah. you, when someone says um uh, I, I i i can't give an example but yeah you 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 reply to who you can, but it's it's 
literally impossible to reply to everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, when, uh, uh, when, when you go and see a play, uh, yeah, it's quite easy for the, for the actors to come out and, and, and shake everyone's hand when they leave. But you know, mm. The, wh where the fuck's Leonardo DiCaprio when uh, I, I go and watch his films at the cinema? Why isn't his hand there when I shake his hand outside there? I know I'm nothing compared to the I was gonna say, you comparison. Comparing yourself to Leonardo. I'm just trying to point the point. I'm, I'm sure you could go and up and walk up and speak to him in the early days, but you, I know does that exactly mean that he shouldn't. You, he shouldn't be making, you know, um, yes. you know these yeah. the, these films. No, of course not. It's just like you yeah, can't I, get to that stage. <laughs> yeah, I just don't see how it's humanly possible unless she was using bots to respond. And if he was doing that, what would be the point? It would, you know, it would yeah, be uh, yeah. it would be silly. I just know that there's a lot of people that say that they do YouTube for a particular reason for the community. And um, I, like me, I try to respond to everybody's comments, but already it's getting to a point where some of those videos, especially when it's comment, uh, uh, you know, hate comment after hate comment. Yeah, like, yeah. God, it's painful. Um, even at my so you're you're I, yeah I don't I, I can't. Oh, you get a lot, and I, you know I bring it upon myself to a degree. I I, I create the Kickscammer series, which is um, uh, gets a lot of there, there, there's a lot of subjects. The one that I'm working on right now, especially the mm. um, uh, the, the same have the same mentality as political arguments. You know, like people are, we, yeah. will be with the person or without them, but they they didn't need to have have to have done that. And then there's arguments, and it's just like, well, you know, mm. I let you guys shout out amongst each other <laughs> i know i know some very big youtubers i will not say names but we're talking enormous youtubers that just say don't even reply to anyone do not reply to anyone um wow. uh, at all um and um again i'm not going to give names but the no. um the idea is is you do get to a point that and it it does happen i mean i'm in groups with, with other youtubers and stuff and you know i might say here look what this person said just mm. lashed out and and some, you know you got to remind each other like don't worry about that guy constructive mm. criticism is great you've missed mm. this out is great because at the end of the day we're, we're trying to make history videos here and if we've missed something out it's good to have that some person to say oh by the way um whatever um mm. but you you it's really you you it takes a long time as a youtuber to to, to focus on missing out from that person that hates you um mm compared to the, the the 50 to 100 comments that have all praised your video don't mm. focus in on that one person yeah Turn that's tough sometimes even it for me tough. already that's tough I, I, um, I, the, the amount of well, not the amount it happened a few times it happened a few times on my grand theft auto video um mm. you know i talk about the history of each game and uh, then i also say oh I, I personally love this one i didn't own this one at the back in the day i wasn't really a fan of this game i said i wasn't really the biggest fan of san andreas um, oh god and people <laughs> said um, I was racist because I didn't like the the one with the most amount of, of black people. I, in won't, it. And I like, mean, I didn't even go there. That wasn't my I, first I, I know, no. Yeah, exactly. Got and, a lot of love. That game got a lot of love from people. What do you do? Do you reply to that and start a flame war? Because there's not. You, yeah. you, 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 what do you say? I'm not racist. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, you oh, you might not realise you are. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. no I'm genuinely you know, not. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's just like you know, you've got to, but it. Uh, again that's a, that's a comment that's stuck in my head um it's that crazy, i got that one from a video i done a few years ago even though that, that sticks yeah you know, even though I, i've comment. ignored all of the well, not ignored definitely not ignored but I, I i've not remembered the hundreds of comments that have been positive on that yeah you know like but that, that you, one you, bad you, one that's sort of stuck it does happen it does happen and yeah. um unfortunately um, I mean, I'm very thankful to say, you know, I don't have any kind of, uh, I, I don't suffer from depression or anything, but it, I can mm. see how it can 
um and, and and i have seen it with with, with some youtubers that that uh that heavily focus on the negativity mm. and it's such a shame it's such a shame because at the same time these youtubers have so much support elsewhere mm. Um, but still, they they talk about the negativity, and 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 I understand that people are just uh, just wired that way sometimes, um, yeah. uh, and it, it's it's really tough to get past that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, hopefully we don't. Hopefully, I you know, ho hopefully this is helping some people. If anybody is watching and uh, and they've sort of got that, so just so you know, you can reach out to people. There's always people to talk to about these things. Yeah. Yeah, it um, is. It is. Uh, it's something that I talk about in my next um, uh, uh, kick scammers, actually, uh, as yeah. well. But yeah, I mean, you'll see that when when I release that one. Um, nice. What I'm working on after this, but like, uh, it, it's because something that a creator said, and it's very similar to this. But um, okay. um, yeah, it's um, it, 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 it's it is hardcore, and I think it's because of those that some YouTubers say just don't reply to the comments, uh, yeah. and I know a few people that say that, right? And um, I do, I do. Um, so uh, but you you, you, well, you you've got to focus past those those people um uh, but at the same time you can't become a youtuber that's um just going to block everyone that ever says anything negative <laughs> you can't be that person either because some people yeah. just don't like your video and and if they say it fair enough let them let them say it it's you fine. can have an opinion there's nothing yeah. wrong with having an opinion as like but there's no need to 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 make things personal and stuff you know just have an opinion and, that's why and these enormous enormous uh, uh companies have have uh have um uh, pr departments and all that sort of mm. stuff that look after this and there's big groups of people that have like been educated to look after this sort of thing without upsetting the community and for the most mm. part these youtube channels are just one person or two at most looking after this and um yeah you can see how they can go down this route and it's uh, it, it can be scary it can be scary you've got to um um you've got to learn to, to to be appreciative of people but at the same time not take the negativity too much to heart if it's you know well again it's great advice mate so what do you you said about you watch a little bit of youtube what do you watch is there any particular stuff you enjoy yeah, I'm into anything uh, uh, documentary related. I'll watch pretty much most stuff that Kim puts up. I think Kim's one of the better YouTubers out there. I love I love Kim's uh, content uh, more on the. Um, uh, she 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 still she is still someone um, that, that 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 releases when she does like video game history things on like the history of Trespasser. She done one um, about I can't think think of the name of it off the top of my head, but some chicken that that went for. Uh, that like prime minister position in the UK to promote a game of some sort. Um, you know, all of these weird things like that. And I find that, wow, here you go. There's someone that's still releasing content that mm. I don't know about. And I find really interesting. So I like Kim stuff. Uh, Jimmy Happer, uh, does the same stuff, but more on, uh, Japanese, uh, imports games. I've, a lot of the time never heard of. He's just done one recently on, uh, an alien aliens game for the MSX. Um, okay. Everyone knows about the um, uh, uh, the the NES games and the, what all these other versions. But no one ever talks about that, and he has uh, talks about weird Game Boy games that no one's ever heard of. He worked with me on the Shenmue games, like because there's Shenmue sequels that people don't know about. Uh, sorry, Shenmue uh, Seaman. Sorry, um, okay. uh, you know I love that. Uh, 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 like I say, there's a channel called Amiiben that's talking about really obscure stuff uh, as well, and that's what I, I mean. I'm because I'm in that world. I'm always trying to find obscure history pieces that i don't know about mm. um i think that's why me and larry click so well because i'd say oh have you heard about this oh have you heard about this you know and we'd always yeah. try and outdo each other i remember i went to a convention it was a really bad convention actually in london and uh, i took my friend along uh who's one of those friends that doesn't know 
too much about it, but you know, one of the real world friends, a DJ friend. Yeah, yeah. And I took him along and we I, I met up with Did You Know Gaming and we went to a pub. Me, it was like <laughs> so ridiculous. It was me sitting one side of the table, Did You Know Gaming sitting on the other side of the table, and then my friend sitting here. Um okay. and uh, all we did was just like, Yeah, but did you know about this? Yeah, but did you uh, know about this? And it was just that for hours, and I was just, just like, just playing off of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Yeah, but have you heard about Bob's game? And have you heard about this? Have you, you know, it was all this sort of stuff, and it was really it was a bloody awesome uh, day and uh i got oh. to work with him after that as well which is really nice oh, amazing. um but um yeah so I, I watch all of that but i'm also into um uh um um other type of history things like i'm really into disney stuff so i know that's a bit of a niche thing for me to the point where i almost made a channel based on it as well the reason why it's called slopes uh if you look at the url it's called uh is it slopes room um, but basically the idea was I was supposed to have like uh, other rooms and just the game room. I was going to have a game room and I was going to ah, have okay. rooms, uh, animation So that rooms. you could concentrate on other things. Well, a lot of big YouTubers have started multiple channels, haven't they? And do multiple yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, that's um, what I'm, that, uh, yeah, I'm really interested in the history of Disney stuff and mental Disney addicts. Um, I, um, uh, I, I like looking into, uh, I watch a lot of crime documentary type things. Uh, and there's a lot oh, of that. I love, stuff yeah, I love that side of things as well. Yeah, crime yeah, stuff. really into that. Um, mm uh i'm really into movie review stuff i look at i i, I love watching a film and then going to see what people talk about online regarding mm. it you know i do mm. that sort of stuff so yeah uh all of those things really i i, I tend to Good. stay away from newsy type things um well that was going to be the next question what is it what you know what do you see that you don't like so much especially when it comes to retro what's the you know is it the news stuff do you do you watch the news retro channels and things or you, uh, I mean, you already mentioned that earlier about that guy that runs off and and goes oh i need to go do about the switch yeah only because i mean like um there are channels out there that do it what that, that, that do it well um sojano yeah. sojano i'm doing really bad at remembering everyone's name channel <laughs> uh, here uh, uh sojano is that his name um, I'm, I'm saying it wrong, but he does little news stories and it's just to the point and he gets it over and then he'll talk about his opinion, mm. uh, where a lot of the time news stories, they'll tend to do, um, uh, uh um, the, 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 the switch OLED things, a perfect example. Everything mm. you need to know can be explained in 10 seconds. There's a yeah. new switch coming out. It's OLED. It has a LAN port, nothing else. Oh, better speakers and a better kickstand. Mm. I've just explained everything that it was to know about the switch OLED, but you've, they've unfortunately, you know, you need to make the <gasps> face <laughs> with the uh, OLED coming in from this side and um, yeah. uh, massive switch pro. And, yeah. uh, and then you need to talk for eight minutes uh, before you explain at the very end. Oh yeah. It's OLED as well. Um, yeah. So that sort of thing I, I find, uh, that's the type of stuff I, I tend to steer clear of because I just felt like, oh man, come on, come on. And was you ever, was there ever a time you was into the sort of retro stuff? You know, the traditional, I've picked up these video, I've picked up these games, I've Back in time, but since I've become less of a collector myself, I mean, I definitely obviously still am a collector. Mm. Um, but um, since I've, since I've stopped being that person that goes to boot fairs or whatever and just picking up every single thing I can find, like, uh, yes, I need FIFA 6 for the PlayStation 2 just because I haven't got that on myself, <laughs> you know, um since i've stopped being that person barbie's something adventure you know mm. um I, uh, I i've stopped watching those um there are one channels that i still will like i say jimmy happer's someone but again mm. it's interesting because we don't ever see the games that he shows off because he lives in japan but um it's a different type of thing um mm. yeah i steer clear of it for the most part um 
not always it depends it depends depends what mood you're in well that's perfect yeah. that's timed us perfectly now um because we are moving into the collecting aspect and i know we've been talking for a long time so yeah. we will um the collecting aspect was a massive thing for you you know so it might be you know feel free to rest on what you was doing because you're not you, you know, look you've already just mentioned then you're not a massive collector but in comparison to a normal person oh, again i put myself in this yeah. you are a big collector in comparison to these people so yeah you know collection wise and, and sometimes i do like to ask these quite like i say the same questions to many different people mm -hmm. where there was there a stage when you was collecting where you were at your most committed um and if so what were some of your biggest purchases you know did you where did you get to as a collector what was the sort of size of the of the, the scale you was collecting it's probably not far off what it was again now i had i had a i remember i had about 200 odd mega drive games um okay. plus just over 200 mega drive games and now i have um someone asked recently i have 100 so uh, mm. but again they're all what it was i sold my entire mega drive collection i never sold my games um but then i did sell my mega drive collection when the dreamcast came out um because again this was at the back end of that period where i stopped playing games and i replayed and wipe out and whatever um so i just stopped playing mega drive games all in this drawer just getting dusty and i sold them all for a, uh, a pound a pop Ouch. Uh, but this is uh early days before even youtube um yeah. uh so i mean there were some wicked ones in there the only ones i have still left is that case for that because i lost the game and, and theme park because it's actually a broken cartridge but um uh it still works it's just a cracked cartridge um mm. and um uh yeah so over the years when i started collecting again uh, i was just collecting for the sake of it and putting it in boxes and not realizing i had it um and yeah i just it was pointless really i didn't know what i had and there was no there was no connection to any of it when yeah. i slowly started collecting again like I'd grab a game from a convention buy a game off someone i know online or ebay wherever it may be i i i I can almost tell you every single game I've got there and where I mean where I got those games from or who I who I swapped with who I bought it from because I've got that connection and I know yeah. now when I go to a convention I see what Mega Drive games are there I know what ones I have because mm. I'm connected to that sale rather than just yep yeah, I'll have these in the yeah. in the black bin throw it in the attic you know so I'm that that's why I've gone down that route um uh so and were there some big purchases then? I mean, were there some big sort of consoles or games? Did you have any that you that you pushed yourself to buy at the time? Um, I've just bought literally yesterday. Uh, <laughs> my, one of my favourite games of all time uh, is okay. Ori, uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. I adore that game, uh, and I'm becoming that 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 annoying person that wants to get every version of it. Um, oh. oh no! <laughs> uh, not completely. I'm not going to get every. <laughs> every um every mode of it uh as mm. in you know but i i i bought the i am 8-bit version which is a 200 dollar game which i already technically own so that was stupid. okay yeah but there's that um i uh if you look at the top there there's that big streets of rage 4 box yeah yeah i bought that uh that was about 150 quid but i also bought the one underneath that for about 80 and then i also bought the import version for 50 40 whatever and then i also so these are collecting tendencies you know what yeah, you're doing yeah. there really i know <laughs> i don't collect anymore and i just shouted out all those uh <laughs> exactly. you know i bought I, I finally bought the maracas up there that that was probably triple digits um for the, yep. for, the for the dreamcast um yeah that was that was probably two years ago three years ago um 
Besides that, though, not a lot. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Um, is there much Amazing there? how we started, though, with this this normality thing. And, you know, it's mm. not normal to buy, you know, another game, <laughs> a game you already own in a different no. way. For There's, the a, there's an indie but... game called uh, Rive that I'm well into. Uh, that's mm. not that expensive, though. Like, the most you can spend on that is 40 or 50 quid, but I own it already. But I, yeah. I, I've now got to the point where there is only one version of the game I don't own, and it's a limited run version. It was one of their earlier releases, but I can still get it for about 50 quid. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll get that one day. Uh, I own I own Sonic Mania for the Switch uh, and Xbox four times, three times, oh, three wow. times. Um, and if I get it one more time, then I'll have it in every region. And that means oh. that when I change the uh, reversible cover, I'll have a Mega Drive cover, a Genesis cover, and a Japanese Mega Drive cover. Just but why? So the inside of the game looks different. <laughs> how Inside dare you know this is the how dare you not call yourself a collector yeah I know, <laughs> outrageous um and i mean I, I collect really random stuff that sega uh send me um okay. stuff like that um so you can't really see but in here there's all these pins that sega have sent um okay. that only sent out i mean like okay that that character there that streets of rage character that was like a mini 80 90 quid character just an action figure wow. of axel um wow. You know, there are certain things. Um, oh, yeah. I've got the um, uh, the quarter arcade machines. They've sent me three or four of them, but I've bought every other one, um, oh. even though I don't play them religiously. They're more really for the family to play with. Yeah. Um, they're, they're out down in the uh, uh, down in the ga uh, game room. Um, um, is there much else? Uh, I, I still pick up Wii games. I think the Wii is quite a fun game console to collect for on the Wii U because uh, you can find them on... Um, uh, Facebook Marketplace quite cheap. Uh, and I like for those. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's definite ones. Um, so where are I, you? Yeah. It leads on brilliantly to Holy Grails. What's your? What I asked a community question very early on. What you know? What was a Holy Grail? Because I was getting very different. This is this this term Holy Grail in in retro collecting, mm -hmm. and uh, different people. It means different things to people. You know, to different. You know, people. I don't know if I have one anymore. I wow. Really don't. Um, because I mean, I've got like that—that that Streets of Rage collection and stuff like that. But like, mm. um, what about something you've been given? Some people say that it's about things that they've been given and they're, and they're irreplaceable. Has there yeah. anything, ever been anything like that? Um, I've got, I've got, like I said, I've got random things that Sega have given me. Uh, I've got mm. a Sega umbrella. Um, <laughs> I've got a, it's stupid. I've got, you can't see it. Uh, oh, yeah, you can. Little mm. blue thing there. That is a pair okay. of Sega socks that I've never worn because Sega wow. sent them to me. Um, uh, little things like that. I mean, I've got, um, yeah, really small, little weird things. <laughs> I don't mm. really know what else to say, if I'm honest. It's all, no, mate, honestly, that's all you need to say. It's very interesting. It's still interesting to people. You know, Sega socks for a start. I ain't got no Sega socks. And I've it, got, yeah, it's a, it's uh, a silly thing. Stuff. It's a silly thing. Like, I, I'll always keep hold of this right here. Um, this right here. After I made um, my history on Alien Soldier, a video mm. I knew would, again, it's a video that I made and I knew it wouldn't, do as well as Streets of Rage or or Metroid or whatever it may be, um, because it's a way more niche thing. But it's mm. always those videos that I always have people come up to me at conventions. Like, oh, thank you so much for making Alien Soldier or whatever. And someone came up to me at the London Gaming Expo Play Expo uh, a few years back and said they were so happy that I made um, 
alien soldier and they made me this oh, little, wow. made out of clay like a little head pin thing nice. and that yeah. is still front and center on my shelf um I, I will always have that right above me. I'd have to get up on top of the computer to get it. But I've got mm -hmm. a game that someone sent me, uh, and they said, thank you so much. Um, the um, Not Afterburner, the Space Harrier video I did help them along with that game. Um, I've got uh, a game from Quang, uh, Super Jetpack DX, which has my name at the beginning when you load up the ROM, uh, which is mm -hmm. beautiful. Little things like that I think are probably the best. Um, yeah. Uh, the 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 press version of Tanglewood for the Mega Drive, which was given to me from the person that made it. Cool. Well, that might answer like the that. next question. What is the value? You know, like where are you with the value side of things? Have you got anything that is really expensive, or have you already mentioned? I, I, I think the most expensive stuff would be actually current gen Switch collections that I have that are in stupid. Like, I've got this this absurd Space Invaders set. Uh, okay. Most of it was actually purchased from like points that I had on uh, Play Asia, but it comes with plates. Um, so I've got actual Space Invader little mini plates, um, oh. which is stupid. But um, yeah, stuff like that is probably the most um, the most expensive game I had. I sold just before I became a full time YouTuber, okay. uh, uh, and that was Knuckles Chaotix for the oh. uh, for the three thirty two X. And then the next week they announced Sonic Mania, and it went up to about five hundred pound a copy. Oh. <laughs> so I sold it for about a hundred odd, and then I sold it for fifteen. But that was that was a game I bought for fifteen pounds because it shot yeah. at it and they just yeah. So it, it, I, I still sometimes you got you got to take it like that. So I had a community question, another one. It's only the last one now, out of yeah, what I've put, which was. Um, being forced to sell your collection. So Retro Ghetto, someone we all follow um, in the community, he uh, answered it. I put it in one of his posts, you know, the story post you mentioned earlier. And he said that if I was to sell, you know, I said to him, if you was to sell your collection piece by piece, you you had to sell it. and uh, But you had to sell it one piece at a time. What would be the very last thing you held on to before you oh, sold it? Oh, last thing. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. Oh, mate. I know people. There's a lot of people going. Oh, that was a good question. You know, like, maybe my, my, my all-time favorite game is uh, Sonic Free and Knuckles. Mm. Um, uh, I'm still yet to get the Japanese version because I'm collecting Japanese Mega Drive games. Um, but maybe Sonic and Knuckles. Maybe nice. uh, okay. because that's like my favorite game. And um, mm. even though I mean, I do, I do have the hardware to play it actually. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, maybe maybe something like that. I, I, I've always held on to. Um, I've got. Uh, I, I don't keep games in their cellophane, but I still have because I bought it ten years ago, or however long ago it was. Uh, Nights into Dreams for the Sega Saturn, um, oh. and the actual game itself. The, I can. T it's like the big collector set. It's yes. down yeah. down there. There it is. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, you can still take the controller out and um, uh, the controller I play use the controller when I play my my, my Saturn, but the game yeah. itself is still in cellophane. I've got Sonic Adventure Two still in cellophane. It's just got to the point now, like I own them as well, like to be able to mm. play. So I might as well. And what are your thoughts on that? There, there seems to be a growing um, trend in people undoing sealed video games. Is that something yeah. you do, you know you think? Oh no, I'll I'll give it to someone that wants that, or I'll sell it to someone that wants that, and then I'll I, buy an open I, one. I I, I I I hate cellophane. Get it off. I know I've got <laughs> two there that have, but they've just been in there for so long. Why not? But um, I remember I went to a, a boot fair ten years ago or so. Um, and there, some guy just had mega CD games just laid out, and every single one was still in their cellophane. Oh uh, my and I bought 
it was about, it was about 15 years ago actually oh, i was and gonna I just, say it's a dream these days it's an absolute yeah, dream and i bought like all these games and all the ones that i bought i i opened up like i yeah wow. Just because wow. I wanted to play them, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think there's a growing trend of people seeming to purposely open them. You know, like these uh, unboxing yeah, yeah, videos yeah. on on eBay and stuff. Well, I uh, can't say sorry, too much. I, I literally done that in my Castlevania video, and my god, mm. the amount of comments. Go back to the Castlevania video, uh, more more so the second one, I think. Mm. Um, so I was lent the, the 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 greatest Castlevania collection in the world, I, I believe, uh, from a guy called Quang. He said, if you okay. ever do a Castlevania video, I'll lend you mine collection. And I've got these massive boxes. I've still got them just full. Oh, wow. Like these huge tubs of nothing but Castlevania content. And he is someone that will buy, pardon me, um, the, ga uh, the GameCube, the PlayStation 2, the whatever version, like every single version, every single yeah. version. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of it was still cellophane. I'm talking there was Mega Drive games still in their cellophane. And, oh, I, wow. and he just said to me, he goes, you can open them if you want. And I was like, Really? really and he's like yeah, yeah yeah i mean i bought them to play them i've just never have but he has um um so castlevania for the mega drive as you know because i saw you post it recently is a very expensive game to have the new generation bloodlines it's the mm -hmm. same game so he's got the new generation that was open but he also had blood i'm getting it right aren't i bloodlines is the american name for it that's the genesis yeah um so he had the clamshell he had another clamshell for some reason so he had the same game twice but then he also had uh this um cardboard version it's exactly okay. the same, but it was in a cardboard sleeve that you open up in for the mega okay. drive and the cardboard sleeve had never been opened and there oh, i was God. with a little knife cutting it open open it on camera and I, I just kept like getting it ready look back at the camera it's definitely recording please don't not record oh. <laughs> um so but yeah you got stick for that. i take it you got stick for opening that i mean yeah people like they were just like, I had so much anxiety. You opening it up, you open it up. But it, mm. like, it, it, it worked wonders for the video. It worked brilliantly for the video. Because every time I talked about every single game, here it is. Here's a physical yeah. version. Even to the point where here's the arcade game and here's the PCB. He has everything. It's nuts. Wow. Um, that yeah, is crazy. That like... Proper collecting. So if you could explain from an alien, you know, an alien from another planet, if you could explain to them the brilliance of gaming, not even just retro gaming, because mm -hmm. I know that you're you're a gamer at heart. You've got a big switch collection, etc. What would you say to them? You know, how would you describe it? It's the ultimate pastime. It's something for everyone. Um, uh, you know, uh, don't listen to the auntie and the, the granny that says people waste their time on games because they they're more gamers than us with their uh, with their uh, uh, um, uh, fruit collection games or whatever it is. You know, like uh, <laughs> what, what was the name of that bloody game? But yeah, yeah, Farmvilles and everything else. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, like there is literally games for everyone, and it's the ultimate. But if you want to, if you want to literally be in a movie uh, and, and play Indiana Jones, you can with Uncharted. But if you want to just be addicted, you can get Tetris out. You know, like yeah. it, it's it's the ultimate uh, experience, I think. Awesome. So, with that said, if you was if you was sort of marooned on a desert island and you had mm. to take one console and the entire back catalogue, and you could only take one console, what would yeah. the uh, console? No, be? no, no cheating with the emulation. Front. you can't do it and we've got a question on that before you go there no no cheating it has to be a uh, a, a uh, actual console with with a back catalog i i would even though mega drive is my favorite console i would probably say something along the lines of the playstation 
three maybe because it's okay. just a mental because that was such a long generation and it's got the biggest yes. library and some story based some real deep story based games yeah i there? think yeah I, I would say 360 but i think the playstation 3 has a more few more exclusives that i'm into you uncharted okay it's last okay of us. yeah but, don't uh, hate yeah, him just, too much he's just preferred the ps3 to the 360 you know but... oh i do yeah i do uh <laughs> completely uh yeah there you go. Um, and if you were uh, anyone questioning, you know, because you said you've collected quite big and you've still got a lot of games and, and mm -hmm. very expensive ones and buying them on different systems. If you thought that, you know, um, for anyone out there that's getting maybe a bit too deep into collecting, we did a, a addiction to video game collecting interview with uh, someone called Snestastic. You may have known. You may yeah, know fantastic, yeah. uh, have known of him. Um and people that are maybe even buying games, I know this isn't you, but people that are buying games maybe to boost their YouTube channel or to be able to show that game in a pickup so people think, oh, my God, I must subscribe because he's got that game. You know, that in a, What would you say to those people? It is hard because um, I would say don't, obviously, but it is mm. hard to do that because at the same time, uh, one of the big channels that I heavily respect and I think does a really good job is a gaming historian, and I know his videos are better because he holds up here's the game I'm talking about when he talks yeah. about it. Um, again, though, gaming historian is probably the the, the, the most successful person in that sphere uh, mm. that does these history videos. So comparing yourself to him, even myself comparing myself to him is just completely leaps and bounds away. But um, um, I, I mean, if you're if you're if you're creating a video because you like the games anyway, I mean, I've created videos and games I don't like. Um, mm. Uh, and for those ones, I'm not going to go out there and buy that game. But if it's a, a series I do like, uh, and there is like one or two games I don't have in that series, I do go out there and buy them because mm. I want to um, uh, experience it completely. Um, so I say, yeah, do it unless it's stupid. Like, you well, know, let's give you an on, example. Yeah. I like Castle. I love Castlevania, so I pay good <laughs> money for the Castlevania game because it's stupidly expensive. Castlevania is the most expensive collection to get. It's yes. mental. So that is a big. You know, I'm a big fan, so I so I buy the more expensive games. I like Mega Man on the Saturn, so it's a you know it's an expensive game. I bought it. There was there are various games that I've bought that I have bought because I like. But mm -hmm. there is a game series that I really don't like that people are going to get upset about, which is Panzer Dragoon. I don't, I'm not really a massive fan of Panzer yeah, Dragoon. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but Panzer Dragoon uh, Saga is a very expensive game. And I'm really on that on, 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 uh, on Sega Saturn. So I'm really in that thing. Do I buy it? Do I not buy it? And I've had the option to buy it a couple of times now. And I feel as if, you know, there are people out there, or I see them, I see them already. There are people out there that would maybe buy that five, six hundred pound game. I've got it, do a video of it, do a picture of it, unbox it, show it, mm -hmm. play it, and all that to maybe get those views. And I think that's the aim of the question, really. You know, unfortunately, people... I mean, I maybe I'm wrong because maybe I'm not really in that, 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 mm. that retro sphere, but like. Uh, is it going to get you that many views? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But, I don't um, think so, but I still think people are maybe falling into it. I mean, I'm not going to get the game because it's a, it's a, it's a, and that's the thing that I've got close like, to, um, uh, not close, but I've got to a point where I could potentially do, get a complete set of this console if I wanted mm. to, but I'm not going to because I don't like RPGs besides one or two. And I would have to buy a hell of a lot of RPGs, and RPGs are very expensive games to buy retrospectively mm. um, uh, in the retro space. Uh, so why would I spend 
hundreds of thousands of pounds on on, on RPGs um, uh, just to be able to complete a set or in, in, in the case you said there, show it off in a video. Mm. Um, it, it, it's no, that, that that's the reason I won't ever have a complete set of something saying that I've got a complete set of Evercade games, but like you said, they're 15 <laughs> quid a pop, aren't It's they? just something, the reason for the question really where it came from was that Pete was saying that he, or Snestastic, sorry, was saying mm. that he felt when he was building his channel that he had to compete sometimes with other channels. And, you know, if they bought an expensive game, he would need to, in his pickups, maybe have an expensive game too. And I, sometimes I see some evidence of that, you know, in, in the thing. So I just... Yeah, and, and and I tell you what, Pete on a retro tip is a great, great um, uh, example. He's someone that did have a, a complete PAL set, but and I remember when he sold a couple of the games. I was like, oh, what are you doing? You no longer got a complete Dreamcast set. But it makes total sense because I mean, I haven't got a complete set. I've only got like fifty Dreamcast games, but I only play mm. probably ten or fifteen of them like regularly. Yeah, you know. So well, I love the Dreamcast. Sense. I mean, I'm I'm not I haven't got a full set. I'm about 100. I think I'm yeah, maybe yeah. like 190, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm missing some dear ones, and I just haven't got the. I mean, if yeah, Taxi, from the, is think, it Taxi Two in the the French game Taxi Two. That, that's an expensive one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Moho is the one that really does me because I think on the PS One it's literally a two pound game that, and it's not a great game anyway. And and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the on the Dreamcast, it's like maybe four hundred, I think. Yeah, unfortunately, some games are just not good. There's a lot of retro games that are not good. Uh, mm. Well, expensive. No, I'm not going to buy Days Before Christmas on the Mega Drive. I have no interest. <laughs> mm. What What would you say to someone starting collecting today, being, being through? Because you've been through some collecting, like you say. Would you? Is this 2021? Stay away from retro collecting, or no? Not or... necessarily. Not necessarily. You can still get games. Um, mm. I mean, if you want to go, you want to get a lot of games and you want to get them cheaper, tend to get them from Japan. It tends to be cheaper that way. But yeah. um, just buy the games that you want to play or you're probably going to be playing soon. Don't go mm. crazy. Uh, unless, obviously, you're someone that's going to take it hardcore and do all of the, you know, I'll buy a big box and then I'll sell the ones I don't want and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Everyone does that to a degree. But buy the games you want to buy, uh, that you mm. want to have and you want to play. Um, I've got very few games in my Mega Drive collection now um they're mostly ones that people have given me in all honesty uh, mm. and there isn't many of those but i have just for the sake of having um and i just looked up and instantly saw a game i have and i'll never play and i did buy actually but uh, um <laughs> I, I, I don't like fifa and i've got the japanese fifa game just because it was a it was, it was actually one of the more expensive ones as well but anyway um oh, no. <laughs> so you're falling into this trap you're I'm pretending falling into to it, be. I'm falling into it. it's because someone said to me do you want this um it would be cheaper than you'll ever buy it online uh yeah and I was like, you know what? Yeah, go on then. Just give us it. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Quid for FIFA on the Mega Drive. So that would be, there's some great things there. Would that be your tip for someone starting today? Play, yeah. Just like buy just, games you're going to play. Yeah, because for the most part, um, games are not more expensive than nowadays games. You can spend 50, 60 quid on a new me a Nintendo Switch game, or you can spend 50, mm. 60 quid on a um a decent Mega Drive or a Super Nintendo game. You can still get these games. And if you want to collect Absolutely. them, Get, go, go and buy the, the complete inbox set but if you just want to play them um i i almost think emulation's just as good as owning a cartridge without a box almost because I I, I, mm. I I don't want to put cartridges without boxes on my shelf so i don't see the point in collecting those but you know hey, everyone's gonna be different in that sense mm. no it's good it's so it's a conversation that people have all the time so it's good that point what's your thoughts we got there earlier we was we was going into it what's your thoughts on emulation your overall thoughts 
absolutely no issue in them at all um there's such mm. a fine line now as well i've got a couple of FG, fpga systems here um mm. the uh, super nt and the mega sg uh and the uh, the argument between whether they're emulation or mm. or real hardware is mm. it's so fine it's just mm. i don't know like i've got no i've got no issue with people emulating them at the end of the day like it, it means these classic games are getting played you know well, do you subscribe that's a very good fact do you subscribe to the point that people say well should you be able to play this game because you know i've had to invest a thousand pounds to buy it and play it or do you believe that everybody should be able to play that game should. yeah absolutely yeah so good absolutely. i think i think that's the right you know it's your answer but i think it's the right answer that people should play i i i, I tend to have a have a little bit of an issue with people that buy reproduction i don't have an issue i don't care but you know like there's a, a, a an I, 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 I don't 100 understand it reproductions no. and, and, and that's different i've got fix it felix for the mega drive sitting up there but that was a game obviously that was never released exactly um, uh, but i I would always know, looking on my shelf, that that's the Japanese version of Comic Zone mm. reproduction, mm. you know, not the original. So, well, if I you mean, had a copy of Snatcher behind you, for example, on the Mega CD, and it was a and it was a reproduction, because I believe you can get very good reproductions. You I've can, seen. you can, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you know that's a reproduction. That's like wearing a fake Rolex to me. You know, a little bit. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a. Yeah, it's exactly. A, sure you might be able to trick people but at the end mm. of the day you're going to have an experience just as well as i can play my emulation games on this mm. as you know so I, if i if i ever want to get snatcher i will buy snatcher um mm. but uh yeah i, I wouldn't buy I, I don't see the point in buying reproductions i understand mm. buying uh homebrew new games for old systems mm. but i've got a whole stack of them here like coffee crisis for the mega drive and stuff like that yeah but, um yeah, yeah, I don't see the point in 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 buying reproduction old games. It's really, really bizarre. Um, yeah. you see them all the time it's really weird. We're similar in that vein. I don't, I don't quite understand it. Um, last question in this section, and then we're on to the then we're then we're finishing up. Uh, what's a particular item, if there was one, that you sold and you just wish you never sold it? You wish you probably knuckles it? chaotix, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, knuckles chaotix. I also sold uh, a multi mega quite cheap. Um, it had okay. a it had a, a a dodgy laser, which I understand is actually super easy to fix, super yeah. easy to fix. Uh, and I found that that I bought that the same day I bought um, uh, what you call it, uh, Knuckles Chaotix. I went to a retro game shop that was closing down, and they were becoming more uh, fixing up PCs and stuff like that. Um, okay. And uh, he said, "Oh, you can go up into the uh, top room if you want to go and see what we got." And I went up there, and it was just like someone had just got into this room and just like got in there with a truck and just shoved it all down. It was just, I was looking through all these games on the floor. It was just mm. junk everywhere. And I was like, I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. And I was buying so many games. And as I walked out, I remember treading on literally treading on because it was, because it was all up the stairs. Oh, wow. um, and I remember treading on a multi mega and I was like, what's that? Cause I didn't oh. no idea what it was. It was this little black discman looking thing with Sega on the top of it. And he goes, Oh, mm. it's a mega drive that plays CDs. I was mm. like, I'll have it. And it, I mean, how much is that? He's like, 15 quid if you want it. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, and I sold that. I'm gutted. I, didn't, I, I haven't ever kept on that. Because that was like my main Mega Drive for like the longest time. I used to play that all the time. Um, mm. Yeah, Knuckles Chaotix and, and the Multi Mega are the two things. Uh, but again, wow. like, I can't... If I want them, I can go and buy them again. Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah. I can go and buy them again. Uh, I sold them at a time when I needed to sell my content to go to take that step to going full-time. So it was never... Yes. Uh, it was the right I, thing I, I, to do at the time. 
I sold my Mega Drive collection for a pound of pop to get Dreamcast controllers. That was the big one. Yeah. Uh, and that was when I was ill-educated, before the days yeah. of... Re before retro gaming was big. I think that's... Uh, I think not long after that, I went to a boot fair and picked up Castlevania, a new generation for a pound, a boot fair. Um, so yeah. and that was a time when you was able to do that. It stuff. was a different world. Yeah, it was a different world, retro gaming. The, the reason game. why a lot of people... Top Hat Gaming Man's prime example has these insane collections because there was a time you can go to a boot fair and just buy everything. Yes. It's not like that anymore yeah yeah and what an awesome collection he's got so it's slopes games room today and it's our final section how is life for you nowadays it's good i i i've learned to chill i've learned to 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 be uh, uh strict in the amount of time i work on this uh, yep. as in not too much not too little you know you know i am my own boss now in that sense um uh i'm so happy unbelievably happy i always envious of all those people that did actually do things the right way around they didn't go out clubbing and and, and chasing mm. ladies and and then getting on the drinks and all that sort of stuff in their early 20s instead they were the people that went to to university still did those things but actually mm. learned to have a proper uh, uh education and going down you know whether it was game creation or animation or whatever incredible jobs these 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 rock stars of uh, of the job world have. And I never did that. I just jumped from job to job to job to job because, hey, who cares? Just get my paycheck at the end of the week and go buy a new T-shirt and a new uh, a new video game, whatever, um, and go get drunk. But like, I was always upset that I never went down that path. And now I can officially say I do have a dream job for me. Um, so uh, super, and that's what it's all great. about. What an amazing yeah. life. What, you know, what an amazing position to be in to be doing your dream job. And that's it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Mm. I've got a couple of awesome kids, healthy family. Um, um, you know, I, I have a dream job. Um, mm. and, uh, I, I, I get to be at home. I get to pick up the kids from school. Like that, that, that's so important. I'm one of the only dads on the, on the school run that does that. <laughs> you know, and I, that's, that's cool. Um, uh, you know, I don't get to miss out on anything. I get to, uh, uh, and I get to talk about, a weird Japanese game that no one's ever heard of. That's not interesting because mm. there's people out there that are interested in it. Like that's so freaking awesome. So no, so no regrets then no, no regrets. Patreon, no regrets going no, full time. No, no, no regrets. I don't, I don't regret opening the Patreon. That's for sure. I'm sure that'll be <laughs> people saying that having that. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit for you to cut and uh, throw it all up on your hate channels. Go for it. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. But no, you're like you are absolutely you. You look what it sounds, and you can see it on your face. You know, you're obviously happy with what you're doing there. No, and fantastic. I do, and that's the thing. Like, it's always been something that I like to do. It's mm. always been something I like to do. Um, uh, and uh, it's something that I from from day one. Um, the very first video I ever did. Again, it's not the first video I've done. You can go and find that because I had to delete and re-upload. But the mm. first video I ever did is still, uh, even though a little bit cringy in the, the microphone quality or the way I talk or, uh, you know, a little bit more quiet and I talk a bit, but, yeah. you know, little things like that, but it's still to the best of my ability back then. And I can still watch it. And people do still watch that, those, those videos. Um, uh, and I'm still proud of them. Uh, and it's still the mm -hmm. same type of content I make these days, just better edited. Awesome. What are your future plans channel wise? Just keep going. Uh, I have, um, I, I, I don't really, have many major plans if i'm honest I, I i i'm working on a podcast at the moment with uh, uh grizzly criden we do that on twitch at the moment we uh, at the moment it's going fine like i say it's mm. not it's there's nothing in it it's just fun 
yeah. I want to keep growing that. Um, it's the same way as back in the early days. There was nothing in it for the, in the first days, but you just keep growing and growing. And hey, if something happens, it happens. Mm. Um, uh, so I'm going to keep going with the podcast. Uh, I've got a second channel that I'm slowly growing. I'm working with people now that are actually uh, collaborating with me on that second channel, which is really, really cool. People like uh, Rewind Mike. Great, great channel. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't make as much content as I'd like, but again, that might be my fault because I give him work to do on mine. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and um, uh, another incredible channel, which I shouted out back in the day, and I still do a channel called Blast Processing. He helps me out as well. Uh, so I'm I, I'm doing more collaboration work, and then there's another channel as well called Me Ben, which I'm going to hopefully start working with soon. Um, so we, we, we're doing more collaborative stuff like that. So there's little like areas like that that I'm going to grow, but for the main channel. You're always going to be getting your kick scammers until I run out of doing them, and you'll always get uh, get uh, complete histories because I'm never going to run out of doing them. Um, no, never. there's so many games, and yeah, exactly. what's um so today for slopes, what comes first? Is it gaming? Is it YouTube? Is it collecting? Um, I I, I I've got to be honest, I, I do more YouTubing than gaming. Mm. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's, no, a tradi- it's, not, it's not. just a genuine question. Nothing wrong. Yeah, with that. I, I've spoken to many people, many YouTubers around the world, even and, and they say it publicly. So I don't. I know they won't mind me saying it. But people like um, uh, um, uh, Adam Korolik over in America, uh, mm. he, he says that you know he he does so much gaming, uh, so much YouTubing that he mm. doesn't uh, game as much as he would like you know like yeah. it's just what it is it is what it is i'm i know i'm not as good as a gamer anymore because i know people like larry is someone that does do a lot more gaming than youtubing and uh, when mm. i play games against him i'm terrible <laughs> but went up against him five years ago i i think i would have kicked his ass on the games that i was good at but no mm. he, he kicks my ass all over the place now i don't play him anymore he's not invited <laughs> not good well we've all we all we're not as good as we was you know no, i remember no. being the best no one would ever beat me at street fighter um yeah. but that is so wrong I'm so wrong at that. Same as Pro Evolution Soccer. I know these are these are very standard games, but I was I was brilliant at Pro Evolution Soccer when it first came out on the PS2, yeah. and um and now no no not yeah, good yeah. at all. So um it's amazing go. really. So two more. What coming hardware are you uh, are you looking for? Is there a, is there anything in particular that's coming out soon that you're that you're interested in? I've got the Amico on pre order. I'm excited for that. Uh, the Steam Deck. Okay. I am so excited for the Steam Deck. Okay. well excited for that i mean i'm such a big indie fan uh i feel like i feel like now is the greatest time to be a gamer ever um yep. ever oh, too, there's your desert island i'll take my pc and a cut and steam library that'll do um yeah. uh but no um yeah now is the greatest time to be a gamer uh i know that's a controversial thing for a retro gamer to say but um all those memories we hold on to, you know, for the simpler times of games, you know, small yeah. teams of one or two people creating games, you still have all of that uh, with, with the indie scene. Uh, they have better tools to be able to create these games and they're creating the games that we grew up with. But for the most part, they're better games than the games mm-hmm. we grew up with. Um, I, I, I will never admit that Streets of Rage 4 is better than Streets of Rage 1 or 2. Uh, but new age gamers, I completely understand if they say that it is better yeah uh, it's such an insanely well-rounded game uh, especially with all of the the new dlc they added which is insanely good um mm. i just thought and, and and also if you want the big triple a games you can go and get them as well uh and they're better What's than they've the ever played? been have you got the indie heroes yet i think you might have it yep. already yep. You? Yep. Yep. And is, are you enjoying that have you played it much? yeah i've only i've only played it live on stream so i haven't played all the games on it but yeah from what mm. i've played on there it's fun yeah sure yeah i think a lot of people are going to do that i can see more indie indie coming to the evercade as well i hope so i hope so um mm. it's uh it, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with nintendo in the future because the um 
I, I have the Switch to play a lot of indie games. Uh, and with the mm. Steam Deck coming out, the fact that you can get these indie games years earlier than Nintendo allowed them for the Switch and for about a tenth of the price, mm. like the Steam Deck is going to be owned. Uh, such a yeah, we well, I, I looked into the Steam Deck. I've done a, done a little video on it just talking about storage just because a real big thing happened to me. My son said, oh, wow, I can play Call of Duty on a handheld. And I was like you know you can't you can but you you're not going to play it in the way that you think you're going to play it it's not really for that son you know wait for version two to be able to do that <laughs> oh, i don't know then, i mean i think it'll be all right it's just um you got to get that that massive uh uh sd the bigger card. one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there, there's rumors that you can switch the uh, the, the um the hard drives yeah. around i'm if not you really can, that's going to be it, well it'll be good i mean i know that there's a whole scene that do do you know do the modding side of things i mean if it's a simple process to upgrade that hard drive uh i think the steam deck's going to be uh going to be unbelievable but yeah just using it i think the question for me with the steam deck is there's some good like the amber nick i don't know what experience you've had but people rave about that for retro games you know does it does the does the stream deck being heavy and and, no, I'd and say, yeah all the rest of it does it does it cater to retro retro purely i'm coming from a retro gaming uh, perspective does yeah. the ambonic not cover that side already but uh i don't know i don't potentially know. potentially i just yeah. i look at my steam library of 500 plus games knowing i've yeah. played about 50 of them um <laughs> and uh primarily because i don't want to sit here and play my games i want to yeah. go I, I, the, the, the switch has had thousands of hours of game time for me because you know but is it a switch killer then is it the switch killer that people it are maybe for me which is quite painful because i've got like 140 50 odd games behind me but no no yeah. no it's not a killer because at the end of the day uh nintendo and playstation create the best first party games um yeah. and microsoft do on both systems i suppose um but um and you're not going to get those games on a steam deck uh, I'm not going to be able to play Mario Odyssey 2 uh, or whatever that game is on a Steam Deck. And Mario Odyssey 2, whenever that game come out, will probably be the best game of that year. Um, uh, it's the IPs, isn't it? It's the yeah. IP. Yeah, that's exactly. the thing. Exactly. So there, we're at the end. It's the last question. The very oh, last question is go. the same to everybody. What kind of person should... I mean, you've got enough of them as it is. But what kind of person should subscribe to your channel? Uh, people that are interested in the history of gaming and people that like dramery kick scammer scams. People like <laughs> that, 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 like me uh, calling out people for for ripping off people on Kickstarter because that's my that's my um uh, uh, I need I need I need to reset my mind from everything gaming. Do something a little bit junk mm. food related, you know, uh, something that's easily consumable before I get back into another massive history on on Sega of whatever other IP or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, if you're into the history of gaming, weird history facts that you will not be finding anywhere else, um, and also uh, uh, um, uh, watching someone rip it out, rip up scam artists <laughs> on Kickstarter. Then, uh, yeah, go, I'll go. watch them, and they're, some of them are outrageous. Like they I literally outrageous. don't know how you can get away with that stuff in a modern world. Um, <laughs> it's pretty full on. It, and I know, it, I know, I know. A lot of my audience are more into the kick scammer stuff, um, and uh, you know, hey, that's that's why you got to split it up. That, but it's always going to be, uh, it's always going to be my channel. I'm always going to put out the content that I like. Hence, why it's not become the kick scammer channel. If it was the kick scammer channel, you'd be interviewing someone that has over a million subs. I can guarantee you, because I see those numbers shoot up when I do kick scammers complete histories kick scammers complete histories it goes like that so if i just wow. did kick scammers i'd be a lot lot bigger um 
And there's no vision. There's no vision to maybe split into two and do the. No, I'm I'm happy the way I'm happy the way it's going. Uh, I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, I don't know whatever's going to happen in the future, Um, but um, I'm happy with the way it's going. Well, Slopes, Dan, thank you for being a great guest. Um, I hope that the audience got something out of that. I'm sure they did. We've touched collecting. We've touched YouTubing. We've given tips. We've given advice on both. We now know how many siblings you've got. We know roughly where (laughs) you kind of live, the county you're in. We know what started it, what ended it. Well, it's not ended, but we've started it. We've literally dug into every single aspect, I would think, that anybody could be interested in. So, um, Absolutely. I I I I expect to be turning up at my doorstep, uh, you know, now kent's a big place mate kent is yeah, a very big place so it's uh, it's full of uh yeah. full of places you could be hiding so yeah um, i'm in so, between yeah. about 700 fields so <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly well the garden of uh the garden of of the uk is, garden is, of england they say yeah exactly it's so, so funny going into a really chavy town that's like really dirty and it says Welcome to Kent, the Garden of England. Not all of it. Not all of it. Yeah, but, definitely um, not all of it. But yeah, well, thanks for joining. No worries. Thank you very much for having me on, mate. Appreciate it.